What's up? All right. So, <laughs> That Metal Podcast, episode 14. Got brother Fabian here. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? So, uh... What's going on with you, David? Just chilling, dude. Um, I was going to say that brother, uh... Manny Kilmister. He's out with a cold. Oh, yeah. Poor so, guy, man. I know. So, hopefully, wish him... Get well. Get well soon. Get, Get well, well soon. brother. Anyways, uh, and so, yeah, man, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, lately? Well, uh, I've been listening to lots of, lots of things here and there, but for um, something that really stands out, uh, I've been listening to a band called Dionysus, mm-hmm. uh, which I've been a huge fan of since the early, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the latest albums was from like five years ago yeah called uh, Anima Mundi okay uh, and uh, that one it's got uh, Olaf Heyer on vocals uh, who's I would definitely say is the voice of power metal um, stuff like uh, Luca Turilli yeah, yeah. Um, things like that so if you're into like that kind of stuff definitely check out uh, Dean Isis especially that uh, album Anima Mundi okay uh, very just just epic, man. Yeah, epic. I was All wondering, did did if there's these two brothers that were with in uh, in Megadeth. I don't know if they had anything to do with this band, or I think it was another band. They were potentially related to, or they were like a project of. Um, it would have been like in 2004, 2005. Two when, brothers. Yeah, is he the drummer, Glenn? Drover and I don't know what the other Drover is, uh, but the Drover brothers, yeah, they're actually now in a band with the other dude that Dave kicked out, uh, the other guitarist that was in Jag Panzer, I think oh, Chris Broderick. Yeah, Chris Broderick. Chris Broderick, uh, and I think they have that other band that oh, I forgot the name of the fucking band, dude. Um, but I don't know why Dionysus uh, sounded so familiar, <laughs> it, it, but it could have been. It could have been, there could have been in another project. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Now Dionysus was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is Italian. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. I have to double check that. Don't quote me on that. But. Yeah. Um, no, that's cool. Um, I'll 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 check what other band I was talking about later. So yeah. So you know, I, I just got, actually got back earlier this week from. Uh, oh, what have you been listening yeah. to lately? Yeah. So. <laughs> Because of that, actually, I was in Phoenix, uh, well, in Mesa, and I went Love to go Mesa. check out uh, the legendary Hypocrisy with um, Flesh God Apocalypse. Uh, uh, great, that, great Canadians. Dude, that shit was fucking amazing, man. Both sets were fucking killer. Uh, but Hypocrisy, come on, man. Fucking of course, man. Peter, legendary, dude. man. Yeah. That, that shit was just fucking great. Man, it, and it was hot in the... I went down there to the pit to go take pictures and shit. What was the venue? Uh, the Club Red. Oh, okay. Okay, I know which one. And was inside the, uh, <laughs> in the pit just to take pictures and shit. You know? It was fucking humid, man. You see all these, you can feel the, hum- the humidity off the, you know, all the sweat Dude, off it's, everybody. It's, it was it's fucking gross. Arizona, man. <laughs> yeah, it's Arizona. But it's spring, you know. It was beautiful. It was, the weather was beautiful. Uh, so I was <clears throat> happy for that, you know. That's awesome, man. But yeah, because of that, I've been listening to a lot of hypocrisy too. Um, I was listening to uh, still a lot of old, old, just like classic rock and shit like that. I think that that one mostly has to do with the 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 playlist on the drive. 
Yeah. You know? So, a lot of freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Get the party started. Debbie Deb and Trainier. Cover girls. Yeah. And... Um, I forgot the other dude. Uh, the Egyptian, what is it called? Oh, Egyptian Lover. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah. Stevie B. Stevie B. Yeah, there's so, there's tons of all that shit. Yeah. What we're listening and you're, these people are probably wondering, like, the what fuck? the hell are these metal dudes? Yeah. Listening to yeah. 80s freestyle dance music. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's just something that has always been part of my life, especially as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and then I recently looked up that apparently it has a lot of Latino ties. Yeah. That The Miami. Uh, yeah, that I didn't even notice or I didn't even think that it even had anything to do with that, but it does. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, I guess. We're from El Paso. And that's I, thought, big here. I thought growing up, this whole freestyle thing, you know, I was a kid, obviously. I thought yeah. it was just, you know, something that was going on everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then I, yeah, yeah I guess like you, like I didn't find out till maybe five years ago that, yeah. hey, no, this is like mostly a Latino thing. Yeah, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. So that's interesting that it, 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 it just like I gravitated towards that, even when I was a kid. Yeah. Gravitated towards that. Like I wonder if, uh, not, not to like be racist or anything but I yeah. wonder if like at white people parties they play you know cover girls or anything like that yeah. here yeah I wonder I mean I mean it's gotta be some it's gotta be a thing but my like my other question too like with stuff like that is I noticed that within the metal community at least like CCR everybody loves CCR everybody loves CCR and I, I've never I swear I've never met one person who's hated CCR no and I'm talking about Credence Clearwater Revival, if you guys don't know. Uh, with Fogarty, just Jim Fogarty? Yeah, Jim Fogarty. And, you know, back in the 60s, and they did uh, Fortunate Son. Oh, no, it's fine. And then... Salute. Thank you. I mean, they did tons of other songs, obviously, but they did a lot of sort of, I guess, I want to say Vietnam. Yeah, all the... Vietnam War movies, uh, you hear it on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're always on there. But my, yeah, my fog hat. Mm. You know. But what's weird is that I feel like a lot of Latino and Hispanic community also like seem to love CCR. CCR and uh, the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> that's another one. That, so I thought that was a little strange. I thought about it the other day, and I was like, "That's interesting," you know, because it's and that's something that pops out. Like, that idea doesn't pop out all the time. So. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, I was listening to a lot of CCR, too. Uh, so, I mean, I guess it's just been all over the place. Because of my playlist, if you'd see it, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's just... It's like ADHD, uh, music, musically. It's like you're sitting at home, oh, I gotta include this yeah. song. Oh, this song. Yeah, that's what it's for, man. That's yeah. That playlist, specific playlist, I use it for that. And, I, and you'll see there's like Ice Cube in there. There's NWA in there. Um, you know, you'll have, um, what else, you know, just 80s, 80s pop, 80s rock, you know, all over the place. But it just kind of, you know, in between putting, uh, I have metal playlists also, and like in between that, I'll just put that, you know, it's like my road trip playlist, that's what I, that's what it's called. Foreigner, yeah, Chicago. All of, oh yeah, fuck yeah, oh yeah, all of that good shit. So... One of the one of the 
segments that I want to kind of introduce and, and debut here would be either honorary metalhead of the day or honorary metal band of the day. And I think today easily would be metal band of the day or uh, of the episode, whatever. The episode. <laughs> uh, and it, it's going to be Mana. Mana. Mm-hmm. From... Uh... Is it Mexico? I, like, I'm not sure if they're from Mexico, but they're something like that, right? Well, they're obviously Latino. Yes. Yeah. So, Mana. And specifically with the song Me Vale. Me Vale, yeah. Because to me. That's an old 90s song, isn't yeah, it? It's, uh, it was on, uh, on Donde Jugarán los Niños, I think. I'm not sure. But the, the thing was about. Was that their debut album? I don't think that was their debut. I think that was their second album. Was it? Yeah. Now, if you look at the song, everything about it is... Fucking, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I don't care uh, if you don't like my... What, my... Uh, I, don't, I don't care what others think of me. Yeah. I don't care what my parents think of me. I don't care what society thinks of me, basically. Yeah. So he says... Uh, no me importa lo que piense la gente de mí. So whatever people think about me, I don't care. I don't care about if I have my hair a certain way. I don't care about that. I don't care what people think about it. Uh, it says, why do you listen to that type of music? Well, it's because that's what I like listening to. Um, and it says, what, what do you care about who I talk to, where I go to, or you know who I'm with? Uh, and he says basically that that's my life, man. Yeah. That's just who I am, and that's why should it matter to you how I live my life? And um, and it says that if you don't understand or if you don't comprehend, then too bad. Too bad. Porque me vale, güey. <laughs> vale. It's it's basically he's like saying it's worth dick to me. Yeah. yeah. But then the last thing what I love about it, it says that you can't criticize something without knowing it first. And it says, if you're those type of persons that like to say shit and criticize people, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then he he does kind of a cliche where it says, I may be ugly on the outside, but I'm beautiful on the inside, bitch. You know, that's what he says. Like a butterfly. Exactly. Or a moth. <laughs> so, I, you know, I think this is one of those songs where, and it, for you guys, if you're interested, it's called Me Vale. Uh, M-E-V-A-L-E. Me Vale. If you're interested, yeah, I mean, most of you probably already fucking know, anyways. But yeah, I think that song's to me, been around for literally decades. Yeah, so. it came out '92. So for me, I mean, that's gonna be my now would be one of the uh, I'll say the honorary metal band of the day with that song because it, it encapsulates, I think, the perfect uh, the everyday metalhead. I think and yeah. how they are, um, the attitude they have. Um, and basically, it's it's also like this punk sort of vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if you don't like me, if you don't like the music I listen to, if you're always questioning it, I could give two fucks. I don't care. Exactly. And that's a beautiful thing. Because I don't know if... Um, I mean, I can't think of anything at the top of my head if there's metal songs that are like that. Um, closest stuff would probably be like, we're not going to take it maybe, or yeah. I, I want to rock. And it's always twisted that fucking has to carry that flag. Yeah, you know, man. It, you know? Fucking uh, bearing the, the banner for yeah. us all, you know? Fucking D, man. So I think that's funny. Uh, anyways, speaking I... Speaking of D. Speaking yeah. of D. 
D. Snyder, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you went to the show. Yeah. You went to the show. Yeah. Um, when was it? Last month? December. December. Early December. Damn. I thought it was like recently, like it's last recently. Month. I mean, <laughs> and uh, how was it? Because oh, I, I, I mean, you, was, you, you called me, you text me, yeah. you're like, "Hey, let's go." Yeah. And I, I just unfortunately I couldn't. It was fucking heavy. Because it was on a heavy. Tuesday, I think. Yeah, it was fucking heavy, dude. It was fucking heavy. No, it was on a Saturday, dude. Was it on a yeah, Saturday? Yeah, yeah. It was fucking heavy, dude. Because he had I don't know who he had as his backing band. As a tour band, but they were fucking awesome, man. Shit. And uh, the the manager, whoever it was, the touring manager or whatever, he was in Chinga, man. He was running around everywhere, taking pictures of the crowd, and he was like there doing merch. Yeah, like he was just everywhere, dude. He was he's making that shit happen. Social media, he was doing everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I I liked that that guy was on it. So he was just running all over the place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was a good show, man. Um, they played a lot of, uh, I think a good four. Twisted Sister songs and the rest were all D's D's uh-huh. and it was fucking it was just an incredible fucking set um, and one guy I don't know if it was we're not gonna take it one guy I was really hoping he would say well I was gonna <laughs> say that but he didn't I was fucking uh. I was like really hoping he would but anyways <laughs> no um, he uh, <laughs> he uh, he called out some, some dude in the crowd He's like, I see everybody clapping. I see everybody moving, but I don't see this guy fucking moving. And then we're gonna start this song again. And I want to see you moving. And that was fucking hilarious. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. And, then, and it was funny. What was fucking hilarious, dude? As my girl and I, after the show, we saw. I had seen the the documentary on Netflix many many times, but I re, we saw it again. The documentary on Twisted Sister and how they how they started. On uh, Netflix, it's badass. Check it out, guys. And um, apparently, D was known for stopping fucking shows. Straight up, if you didn't see anybody moving, he would fucking stop the show. Even back then, when there were nobodies, he would just stop the show and say, "Hey, what the fuck is this? I want to see you guys clapping or moving or doing something." <laughs> and so I'm like, "Damn, dude!" Even to this day, he's still stopping the fucking the song and having people move so I remember that's pretty cool and this isn't nearly as legendary as D. Snyder doing it but yeah. you know being in you know I had a band called Flesh Pile right and we had a vocalist who was notorious for doing that shit because people weren't moving or people weren't up close in the front and I was like <laughs> that's kind of embarrassing because um, one we're a death metal band two nobody fucking knows us so yeah. then they're not going to go up to the front and yeah. start, you know, circle pitting or whatever yeah, like yeah. that. They, they don't even know the songs, right. to be honest with you. Right. But for D. Snyder to, to carry on that, I guess, not necessarily tradition, but a habit sounds like it. It sounds like a habit, yeah. <laughs> that he's just been... just And he just stops the show like, hey, dead in his tracks and... Come on! And he was like, this would have been a perfect song. It would have been a perfect crowd. Except for that person. Oh, dude. Call him out, man. That's embarrassing, dude. Guys should do comedy, man. Yeah. He's he's quite a, a character, man. He's He says some shit, dude. Also, something I wanted to bring up. Obviously, the uh, D. Snyder show was at uh, Speaking Rock. Yeah. Speaking Rock has been in the headlines yeah. recently. Yeah, they want to... With uh, the whole filter incident. Oh, that's right. Uh, I don't know, man. I kind of feel like... So, if you guys don't know, Filter was uh, set to perform at Speaking Rock when they put up a video 
before the set, well, before they started, I don't know, maybe an hour, two hours before the set, uh, they were supposed to start. Or a few hours, at least. They put up a video about, you know, we're going to put the U.S. flag upside down, um, you know, bring Beto O'Rourke over, you know, I hear he's from El Paso, whatever. And, um, you know, basically, I guess, talking about, just, you know, having their political views and whatnot. To me, I didn't really care. I'll be honest with you, it didn't bother me. Uh, but it bothered a shitload of people, and it bothered, and apparently they were getting <clears throat> some sort of death threats. It bothered people, yeah. like, not just here in El Paso, but yeah. it bothered people all over Yeah. The U.S. Uh, for as far as as far as I can see, yeah, and it bothered a lot of people primarily because he took he put the flag upside down that that's a symbol of distress that is that's uh, disrespectful and 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 all these things. And apparently and, they were doing like uh, anti Donald Trump, right? Uh, I guess hate speeches that was what the promoter. It was from? it was it was anti Trump. Rhetoric. I would suppose it's you know whatever. I don't know whatever narrative they're using. I didn't really care too much about it, but uh, yeah. But it sounded to me like uh, the owner or promoter or manager, whoever runs the whole show, yeah, uh, didn't want people following through with death threats or or threats of violence or that. And it almost sounds like he got his feelings hurt. <laughs> Uh, he he got bothered by it personally. Yeah, uh, and so I think when you combine those two, yeah, for sure, I think it's gonna be a combination of uh, um, canceling the whole fucking show. Yeah, and I like, I thought it was fucking hilarious at the end. So and so band is still gonna perform. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you stick around. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> like me, like I for one, I I don't care about politics. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, liberal. I'm not, you know, right. conservative. Right. I don't give a shit about Donald Trump. I don't give a shit about Beto O'Rourke. Or, yeah, I don't care know, about it. It, it not, doesn't affect me. Anymore. Right. I go to work. I still get fucked in taxes. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this whole thing, I, I kind of see it both ways. Like, yeah, the, the the manager or the the promoter guy from you know speaking or whatever. Right. I see it both ways. Like. Maybe he was being a bit of a crybaby about it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, let these guys say, "Well, this is their artistic narrative. Let them go." I mean, this is how they're going to promote. Okay, yep. fine, whatever. But I also see it where the guy is kind of afraid that it's going to start a riot because one, we're in El Paso, who was just here recently, was Donald Trump. Right. He had he held a, a rally here. Yeah. Um, so using the anti, you know, Trump whatever probably is going to get a whole lot of people going. Yeah. And, you know, knocking over barriers and smashing windows. I could see it that way too. Yeah. Again, I don't give a shit. Right. No, <laughs> They're not I, my windows that they're breaking. So. I, I, I think that's one of those things where, you know, I like I suppose like the singer was saying that it's supposed to be free speech. Yeah. You know, to to what degree is it free speech? I mean, you're looking at in terms of uh, metal bands in, in general. Yeah, there's a difference between writing a song about it or making a video, a yeah. music video about it. Then, and then there's the whole, you know, kind of like a propaganda. That sounded to me like it was propaganda. Again, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it just 
if, if you want to go and have your art, artistic, you know, way by doing so, I don't think inciting a riot mm-hmm. would be the way to go for it. No. Or even the threat of. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's not, it's not worth it, dude, to try to do stuff like that. It sucks, though, that they had to... They, they were fucking canned. Yeah. And they weren't able to do their shit. You know? I mean, look at Ministry. Ministry is doing... Um, Ministry was doing stuff similar to that, but I think it was like KKK. Yeah. Something about that with how the U.S., you know... I don't know. That's their album cover from the last yeah. the last album cover. And last who else has been doing that was uh, is uh, Brujeria too. Brujeria also had another song uh, yeah. recently. 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 Yeah. And kind of the whole Matando Widows type of vibe. right. Yeah, it was. It, it reminded me of um, uh, fuck. What was that album? It was their second album. Uh, uh, Pito Wilson. Pito. Yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah, yeah, it reminded me of Pito <laughs> That shit's funny, but I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of those things, and 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 again, it it, it comes into terms with uh, being able to have free speech and whatnot, and being able to share and, and your thoughts and ideas, uh, but also without having to piss people off. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but sometimes, unfortunately, that's the way it goes. You piss off people, and you know they make threats and whatnot. So that sucks. Now, the other thing that I wanted to bring up because of that was shitty-ass Metal Sucks. Yeah. Metal Sucks again. As always, yeah. yeah. Metal Sucks again. I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah. As usual, these motherfuckers were talking about Horna uh, having ties to, you know, being, you know... National Socialist. National Socialistic Black Metal and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. Like, you're not... You're you're just like a little entitled millennial little bitch. That's what that's what metal sucks sounds like, man. Like it's they're like, yeah, it's like two teenagers running. Yeah, she's I mean, she's most of like they're trying to like oh look at these guys oh look at these guys you shouldn't listen to them we should actually we should try to ban them we should try to get their shows canceled and blah 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 like that's all they do, man. Like let these other bands play if if you don't fucking like the music even if you don't agree with <clears throat> some of the shit that they're. Um, Maybe their ideology or whatnot. Yeah. You don't need to fucking go. You don't need to listen to them. Yeah. I, I listen to shit like that and I don't agree with it a lot of stuff. I just, I'm there for the music and that's it, dude. Like, it's, do it, you think, <clears throat> let's say for instance, anybody would agree with, uh, you know, dying fetus, uh, kill your mother, rape your dog? No. Obviously, you're not it's, gonna it's, fucking. You're not do gonna that. kill your mother. You're not gonna rape your dog. Yeah, and if you do that, you belong. Then there's something wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, something's wrong with you, and you are gonna get the electric chair. Like that's the other thing that that that's exactly was I was leading into is that just because we listen to certain things, like you know, Cannibal Corpse, you know, lyrically or Six Feet Under, or any of those bands, the shit that they say, people aren't gonna fucking do. Yeah, because of that, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's the same idea of people know better than to go and do those fucking disgusting things and, and whatnot. So I don't know I don't know what Metal Sucks thinks is like no, their no. it's it's like their duty to like <clears throat> to not please the to, booty? <laughs> it seems like <laughs> it it their their duty to like 
they're trying red to bring, out people red out bands yeah it's um like they're trying to bring this hate for i guess like a genre of music that they they themselves don't like yeah by saying hey you know x random band is yeah. you know they're from europe yeah and they love nazis yeah ban them right you know it's like the same thing when i was watching um fuck what was it we're watching the Lemmy movie. Right. Um, is it like 49% motherfucker, 51% son of a bitch? Yeah. Something like that. And he had all this Nazi memorabilia. Memorable. He had all this, you know, knives and swords and pistols. and Uniforms. Uniform and all that shit. And he's just like, I fucking love it because Newspapers. it looks badass. Yeah. That's it. It's as simple as it looks badass. Not it, just it, that, but... If you think about it, especially, you know, older metalheads like us, like yeah. we're we're into history and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and back then a lot of songs would tie especially like, you know, stuff like Iron Maiden yeah. and oh, stuff fuck like yeah. that. Yeah. Would tie into the whole history thing. Yeah. So the imagery with the music, it goes hand in it hand. It goes hand in hand. That's not to say that just because you write a song about it you know, Nazis or whatever, doesn't mean you believe it or you follow it. Yeah. It, it, because then this also blends in with mm. the Satanists and, mm. and, and let's say black metal, right? Yeah. With a lot of these um, bands, from the, especially from the early 90s and shit. Let's say from, let's even just say from um, the Black Circle from the, 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 the second wave of black metal, I guess. Yeah. When you listen to... Um, uh, I don't know, Gorgoroth, let's say, um, who else was around back then? Like, when you listen to... Because I didn't get Satanism from Dark Throne. I didn't no. I didn't get it from... Even from Mayhem, I didn't get Satanism from them. Um, you know, it was more of... And then, it was more like... Like, look at Venom. They're like a fucking... Um, a rock and roll band. Yeah. You know, they were a death and roll band, you know. I, I would Super say it's, corny. it's just traditional heavy metal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got a raspier voice. It's corny, dude. It is, it's fucking corny. Venom, I like them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're not fucking satanic. No. And by the way, Kronos, you know, you can't fucking say that everything, you're every, you embody, that Venom embodies every metal. Because there was that interview where he's like, Venom is, we're, we're black metal, we're power metal, we're this metal, we're that metal. No, wait. <laughs> Pick one. You're not all of them, fool. You're just one. Kronos, okay, you're crazy. If you, if you want to hold the 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 general, yeah, metal, you're black band, metal. Then, then you're just you're you're a heavy metal. You're band. A, you're a traditional heavy metal you're, band. You're a heavy metal band, yeah. and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, because we all know that Bathory is way fucking better. So, <laughs> yeah. so let's just leave it at that. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> all I'm saying is that like, um. I don't know. I, I feel like Metal Sucks had to go a certain way. And uh, they... It's, they, it's all... It's, and that's what we said before. It's all clickbait. It's all... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's too... It's for their... You know, they they get people to click on their shit. Oh, what the hell did they say? Let me open yeah, this. And, they get and then paid. I'm going to go talk shit. They get paid, though. Remember. Whether it's somebody defending it. Yeah. Or somebody talking shit. And there's a lot it. of sheep. There's a lot of sheep there, man. Yeah. That are on their, their, their fans. A lot of sheep. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where, for me, 
I feel like I have to listen to, let's say, um, a lot of the music that comes out that's that's popular or that comes out, you know? Baby Shark Doo-Doo or whatever. Oh, man. Everything that comes out, I got to listen to that shit, right? I By feel, the way, that song is forbidden in this house. Yeah. And... <laughs> And the reason, <laughs> the reason is like you. For me, it's like you got to know your enemy, right? You got to yeah. know what, uh, what's out there. You have to know why it's bad, or you have to know, even if it's not bad, you have, you still need to know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, so I'll have to listen to see what what the fuck kids are listening. Yeah, I to, find right? myself listening you know? to a lot of stuff like on yeah. the radio, right? And, and be like, well, what's what's the what's the big deal with yeah, this song right now? Right, let's see what what. And for me, I feel like I need to listen to that, and I need, I need to know it. And there's been because a couple the, songs where I'll yeah. listen to it. You know, yeah. like my wife or right. You know, my my oldest daughter. She'll you know put on a song. Yeah, but and, it's like we need to know what it is. Yeah, because we need to know, you know, <sighs> what else, what's out there, man. Like, yeah, you know, what's different. And a lot of times, like. They'll be playing. There's there's some song that I, I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's it's a I guess a popular song. It's got more of a more more hook than than content, right? Right. But to be honest with you, upon listening, like actually sitting in the truck and listening to it, like it's not bad. Yeah. It's a good song. The lyrics are. You know, basically a girl telling a guy, hey, you know, I I brought you, you know, I took you in when you were nothing. You were, yeah. you were fucking in the ground, basically. Yeah. And I helped you out. I picked you up. And then you betrayed me, like, however you did. You right. know what? She right. didn't say what he did. Right. But it's just, you know, he betrayed her for, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, well, how does that feel? Yeah. And listening to lyrics, yeah, they're very cliche. They're very, you know... Very user-friendly. Yeah, very user-friendly, but... Right. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. There's Even her voice goes with the beat, the, the, the backing track and whatnot. Yeah. It's, it's a good song. Yeah. Not necessarily like an album that I would go buy. Right. Or that I would even download, but right. if it comes on the radio, hey, I might turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm if you're at somewhere, it's yeah. cool. It doesn't bother you. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah, I think that's I think that's about right. I mean, that for happens. the most part, there's a lot of songs that I'm just like, yeah, get, get that shit. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in the same regard and is having to listen to what's out there uh, so, that, so that I ultimately, I know what I'm talking about and that I can actually complain so that I can. It's like me voting. Yeah. I voted so I can bitch about things, right? Yeah. So it's like that. I'm I'm listening to his music and I know what it is. So you know what? Now I could bitch about it if I want to bitch about it. Cause guess what? I know what it is now, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna be arguing with you about stuff that I don't know about. In other words, or I'm not gonna be fighting with you about stuff that I have no idea what it's about. You know, in that same regard, that's why that's the only reason why I follow Metal Sucks yeah. is because I want to see what. Bullshit that you know. What are they going to come up what with? What kind of article they're going to come up with? Who are they going to try to fuck over? Because they fucked over a lot of bands before. Uh, and not only and that, for the most part, black metal bands mm-hmm. who already yeah. have a hard time yeah. reaching, you know, yeah. the states. Yeah, as it is, and he, they just like to fuck over people, man. That's that's the thing, and 
they get people's tours canceled or whatever the fuck. There's you know, dude, and, uh, and Gorgoroth, yeah. now Horna. They they tried fucking with pestilence. Uh, yeah, I don't think really much of it came. Nothing came from it, I think, but they tried. Uh, and I don't know. I just think that they're very, they're just full of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that they 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 can't be policing everything. They're they're uh, they can't just be like morally perfect. When they're full of shit, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I actually were to change subjects. Oddly enough, got one of our first emails for that metal podcast. Cool. We got Mike from Philly. I'm not going to give out any other information. He asked, in a nutshell, he asked, how do you feel about those reaction videos on YouTube? And then he wrote, it's a couple of black dudes and an older lady and a white couple and other people doing these uh, reaction videos. And so... Just giving like examples of like these who, are the reaction videos. Yes, of who. And and I was like, I, I, I had an idea of what he was talking about. I didn't really... Um, I didn't have... A, I had a clue, but I didn't know too much. So I started looking into the... And there's a lot of fucking people. There's a lot of people. There's a there's lot people of people. coming out daily. Yeah. And you you yeah. know what I noticed for the most part? They're all doing the same songs. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's doing, yeah. you know, Hangar 18. Like, yes. Or everyone's yeah. doing, yeah. you know... I'm looking at it right lead now. Slipknot, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you're looking at Lost in Vegas, the ones we talked about right now, right? Yeah. Uh, I've seen some of their videos. Yeah. Those guys, I mean... 1.8 million views. Yeah. Megadeth Holy Wars. Okay? I have one of my podcasts that came out here on YouTube. Hasn't even surpassed 25 fucking views, man. And has been there for like seven months. Okay? That's fucking insane. Uh, Kel and Rich. Uh, They all seem to gravitate towards Megadeth, I'm noticing. Yeah. They're all doing the same songs. Yeah. No Life Shack, Holy Wars, Punishment Due, 145,000 views. Um, what else? Let me see. Drew Fortune, they're doing Metallica. First time hearing Metallica. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You've heard Metallica one way or another, if just being alive. The Adventures of TNT, the mommy's way. There's all these people that have thousands and thousands and thousands of views, man. Maybe so we weird. should do that. We should do two metalheads react to yeah. uh, whatever random yeah. trap. Look at all these views, on. man. <clears throat> Look at this shit. Let me see. Let me see how much these fuckers got. And we'll monetize those videos too. They have almost. Lost in Vegas, almost 800,000 subscribers. Yeah. 757, dude, subscribers from they have watching millions, this shit. They have millions of views. Look at this bullshit. Metallica, Master Puppet. That's fucking kindergarten shit. One reaction. React to... Uh, get the fuck out of here, man. To Alter Bridge. Get, well, okay, that probably sucks. Uh, <laughs> to Slayer... Hangar, and it's all like the, the most 
elementary Fire level. Made it. Yeah. 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 The most elementary level metal. Like yeah. it's, you know, Mother yeah. Danzig. Yeah. Uh, two Minutes to Midnight, yeah. Iron Maiden. You know, it's all the yeah. same, the same entry level metal. Yeah. So, yeah. Like no one's reacting to fucking. Dive Fetus. Fetus. <laughs> Which I have seen one, and it's it's it's, it's, it's probably the the white lady that, that yeah. this guy Mike talked about. Okay, um, and this is this is a lady who looks like prim and proper. She, she looks like my wife. Yeah, like just like you know, closet metalhead, right? And she she'll show her family members. Yeah, metal songs like she shows them like suffocation. Yeah. She like actual, she, she likes that stuff. Like okay. the heavier stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not just you know the Avenged Sevenfold. And yeah, stuff the like kindergarten that. stuff, right? She'll show them like the really, really heavy shit. Yeah. And <laughs> she shows the reaction, and they're like, yeah. "Holy shit! I didn't. How, how can you tell he's talking about you know yeah. a dead vagina and she, you know it's like <laughs> stuff like that." Yeah. But the sister <laughs> seems to love it. Yeah. She loves it. Uh, I think the mom does too. Yeah. But those are those are the funny types. Like it's like to see what they would react. It's right. not to, you know, oh, this is what I think about. Yeah. You know, you know, like these other uh, reaction videos. Right. I see these uh, these two. Uh, what is it? Lost in Vegas. Yeah, guys. Lost in Vegas. I, and they're like, oh shit, that's a fast guitar part. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Or you know, the drums are just heavy and. Yeah. But what do you what, what's your take on it? Yeah, you know what do you take away from just you know the speed, the heaviness? Right. You know you hear it's loud, yeah. Right, because that's that should be uh, uh, Captain Obvious, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, to me, like these guys, uh, a lot of times shit like that to me is the um, they found a loophole, I think, um, to get. Likes to get subscribers to get views, and, and I they're think running with it, and man. I think they're and they're running. I mean, they're they're they got their money already. They probably already went silver. Um, to me, it's uh, looking back at it now, mm-hmm. uh, as because I was like, "What is this guy talking about?" And I, I had an idea because I would see like uh, reaction videos of vocal teachers. Uh, Oh yeah, the drummer. There's a guy who was in Belfagor, I think. No, or I forget who he drummed for. He was a big drummer. For I forget for who he drummed for, but he does reaction videos, and he'll he'll t- he'll pause the video. He'll break it down. And he'll break it down for you. And he was like, "Look, this is what." That's what we need. Yeah, that's badass. That's actually uh, there's there's some other uh, there's a couple. Yeah. It's uh, Vin and Sori. Mm, could be like some guy. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a. It's a it's a couple. It's a. I think it's a black guy and a and a white chick. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, chick lady. Mm-hmm. You know, forgive me. Yeah. But um, it's a couple, and they do reaction, uh, mostly to to metal. They like they did Satyricon, Mother North, the Oh fuck yeah! They did that. They did. Um, I think the first one I saw was uh, Cruelty Brought the Orchids. Yeah. Uh, that they did, and they're Christian. Yeah. Like super hardcore. Christian. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Like they, yeah, they, yeah. they actually believe you know the, in yeah. the second coming of Christ right. and things like. And what they'll do is they'll take these uh, mostly you know black metal mm-hmm. songs, and analyze they'll break, the lyrics. They'll analyze the lyrics and break yeah. it down biblically. Yeah. 
Like how how much truth does this hold, or yeah. or, or is the vocalist full of shit? Right. You know, does he have yeah. the right? Uh, you know, according to scripture or whatever. Right, right. And he'll break it down. Yeah. And the guy Vin, great guy, I love the guy. Yeah. Um, he'll break it down and he'll tell you this passage, and it says this, this, this. Like he'll actually break it down, and yeah. he'll his. I think his favorite lyricist. Are Danny Filth, yeah, and fucking uh, Nergal, yeah. Those are his favorites. Yeah, it's very theatrical. Yeah, very. Uh, and he's like, for the yeah. most part, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah I believe Danny. Exactly, I, 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 they've studied the yeah. Bible. Yeah, I can believe Danny because he's he's so fucking good at what he does, you know. But the guy's fucking Shakespeare. Man. Yeah, yeah, he writes really well. I believe Nergal too. Nergal is yeah. he's um Yeah, he's a hipster. It's <laughs> cool, man, yeah. I mean that's fine and all, yeah. but he knows what he's talking yeah. about when yeah. you know, when he says pretty much anything in any song. Yeah. Yeah. And you go back to actual Bible scripture, yeah. he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. like he sat there for like 15 minutes and skimmed over it. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a song about this. Right. No, he goes into like the whole mythology or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I call it mythology because uh, I've never seen yeah. a talking bush. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes into whatever the scripture says and just he knows what the, what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, Isan too. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, he's, a, he's a fucking genius. The guy's a fucking genius. Yeah. I think. I think in terms of, see, that's a badass reaction video. See, like that is something that I would be. I think is respectable, and I think could be seen. That should be available. Like the other guy who was telling, he's an actual drummer. Oh, he, let me pause you real quick. By yeah. the way, sorry. If you're, if you guys are listening, Vin and sorry, um, congratulations on the baby. By the way. You got to see the baby. You got to see. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations on the baby. Just want to say that. Just want to say that. Yeah, so this other dude, he breaks down the videos. He breaks down the drummer. So he'll be any drummer. You know, uh, the dude from Slayer was the name. Uh, Dave Lombardo? L- Lombardo. He'll, he'll, he'll break him down. Anybody. Gene Hoogland, Hoogland. Um, and he'll be like, look, this is the technique he's using. He's using this blast technique. He's using that technique. Look at how he does his hips. The flick of the wrist. Yes. And and look, look at his hips. Look at how he does everything. And he he's like, this is badass. And this is... Or, this the is just heel techniques. placement. Yes, exactly. Every fucking thing. He examines everything, dude. And he's a, formal, awesome. he's a former drummer. Metal drummer. And that's what he does. It just... And those are... His reactions like, damn, like, that's great or whatever. And he's really cool. And I think he played for... I think it was Belfagor. I'm not sure. I don't remember the band. But it could have been Belfagor. That's the only one that... that really stands that sounds, out. That stands out, yeah. Um, and so... You know, when it comes to shit like that, I, I feel like... Um, you know, all these other reaction videos that we're watching... the Was the Vegas? What are they called? Lost in Vegas. Lost in Vegas and all those other people. I think they're full of shit, dude. Uh, I think stuff like that is super uh, um, introductory level stuff that they're listening to and if they want to really listen to metal music 
This should, you know... Just just listen to Listen it. to real metal, dude. Uh, and not, not to say that Iron Maiden isn't real, Megadeth isn't real, or any of that shit, because they're badass and they're... they're we're, uh, we're big fans. Yeah, they're, they're life, you know, but I mean... It's the gospel, but uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna say shit like that. I'm not. What I'm saying is that these guys are starting off at an introductory level, and uh, I might as well, you know, you know, do they want a little milk so they can have a little nap afterwards after the video? By the because way, it's bullshit to me. Going to the Vin and Sori thing. Uh-huh. They've done Agalock. No shit. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. They've done Agalock. I think they did two or three videos, if not mistaken. Yeah. Um. So they're not introductory. Yeah. They're they're yeah. not like yeah. fucking. No, it seems like that they, that group, and maybe the other one outside with the drummer, are in. <clears throat> they're in their own little. And they're group. just a couple. Yeah. A Christian couple. Mm-hmm. And they're listening to Emperor. I bet they, I bet they get tons Agal- of metalheads listening. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah. Um, they've they've commented and liked a, a bunch of my comments like in, oh, yeah. on YouTube and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. And I'll be. I'll say, you know, because um, I think they did uh, Ian Trent's Imperium. Yeah. And, Emperor. Uh, and, from Emperor. Yeah. And I commented, I've been waiting for since fucking day one for you guys <laughs> to respond to that, to react to this. Yeah. And uh, Vin actually commented back, he's like, you lucky bastard, or something like that. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah, you, you're, you're fucking real, dude. You're awesome. Yeah. And like I said, they're not doing introductory, you know, yeah. Yeah. Ace is High. You know, right, uh, fucking raining blood. Yeah, you know stuff. Yeah, like that's that. baby stuff. That's baby stuff. That's still everybody's heard stuff. that shit. Yeah, but it's just I feel like, like, I don't know, man. Like that shit's not even fucking scary, man. Uh, listen to that now. It's not even bad. Yeah, people. I mean, I know people who were talking they've about done, venom and they've done Watain. No shit. They've done Watain. That's I think like shit. two or three videos too. Oh, that's good right there. So there's yeah, there's a way to go about it. Yeah, of course. Uh, you you lost in Vegas, guys. Step it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, but for real, step it up. If if I'm pretty fucking sure the uh, there's people commenting, listen to real fucking heavier shit. Yeah, you know, why don't you guys listen to this? Listen to, listen to those comments, man. And we're I'll be the first one. Yeah. If you want to, you know, I would even. I don't. I'm not too sure because I didn't dive too into all their videos. But I don't know have they've done Hammer Smash Face from by right. Cannibal Corpse. Straight Rape and Strangle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's start there. I come Fuck blood. With a knife. Yeah. You know? How about we go there and see what you know And go there. Yeah, and let's start go from there. there. I mean I, I think the thing is, especially these uh Lost in Vegas guys, is probably yeah. they're gonna pick and choose the songs that they feel that isn't gonna offend anybody. Right. Yeah. But they have to. Yeah. Oh they're gonna you, have to you have to. Yeah, no matter how disgusting, how yeah. satanic, how evil, mm-hmm. how just gross mm-hmm. the lyrical content. But that's are. the whole point. Also, is you know, let's uh, look look at uh, Tamaraya right from Slayer. He was like, "We're not, we're not Satanists. He's not like, Satanist. I'm Catholic. He's, he's like, Catholic. I'm Catholic. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, he's like, it's because it's it's just badass to talk about." hating yeah. God or it's he's like he says that it's just badass shit to talk about you know what I mean um, God hates us all remember that song he was like God doesn't hate and then, <laughs> and then he's like turn around and release album on fucking 9-11 yeah yeah <laughs> you know like, it's funny. but what's funny is that like you have all these all these metal bands who I mean I suppose are doing the same thing because they obviously aren't Satanists they obviously aren't killing people or 
any of these other metal bands, but they're making money writing about this music, doing the same thing. I mean, Cannibal so, Corpse is not going around stripping, raping, and strangling no, people. Or coming blood. I hope or not. coming blood. I mean, I he, he might be pissing blood, Maybe pissing he's blood, not yeah. coming blood. Yeah, I really hope. You got problems, bro. But <laughs> if if that... But, I mean, looking at... In the same manner... He, he's got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I kind of feel like... It could kind of veer in the same realm of, you know... These guys not really meaning what they listen to, you know. They're just doing reaction videos just just to, to get listeners, to get viewers. So I don't know. Yeah, there's there's got to be some sort of middle ground, but I, I kind of feel like. But you know what? Yeah. Shout out to Mike for coming out with a really really good question. Yeah. It. I'll be honest with you. I was kind of not interested in wanting to answer that. Um, and not because oh my god it's our first one and I was like oh my god it's our first one I should answer it but I was like thinking no I was thinking I was kind of freaking out because I was like uh, I'm not too sure where it's gonna go um there's gonna be a lot of people getting their little assholes hurt um <clears throat> and if you've been listening to the show you will know one thing Mastodon sucks <laughs> and so does Ghost oh man but the one thing that you will know is that I tell you the way I the way it is for me, uh, how I see these things. Um, if you don't like it, I mean, me vale. It is, yeah, me vale, <laughs> me vale, vale, vale. But um, and you know what? I, I'm I'm the same way too. Yeah. Like not to say like I don't care or whatever, mm-hmm. but I tend to say things and then not. Think about it till after I've already said it. Right. And then afterward, I'm like, no, that's not fucking perfect, man. You're dead on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a little... Sometimes, right? There's that self-doubt. Mm. And, and but you then you're like, no, you're good, man. You're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, guys, give me one minute. I gotta go take a piss. Piss break. All right, and we're back. What's up? So, nice piss break, nice smoke break. Uh, cigarettes... Had a cigar. Yeah. Don't uh, mean to, you know, the not the sticky stuff. You know. Not the sticky stuff. Not there. I'm not quite there yet. Uh, no, I've never been too big on it. Yeah, so. same here. That's I'd rather have a beer. So. It's not, yeah, it's <laughs> not for me. I'll take the the cowboy killer. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. But um, uh, one thing that I did want to bring up, uh, and I think I want to do every week, and maybe if, depending on the the length of time between podcasts, I wanted to do as uh, just kind of uh, some of the new releases that are out each week in metal, and rock and metal. So for you guys, just in case you didn't know, here's some new releases for you. Um, there's a Live in London by Zeal and Arger. Uh, which, again, I'm not big on those guys. Uh, but if you like them, they have a new album out. Um, Motley Crue has the soundtrack for The Dirt, the the docu-film. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much the greatest hits. like a greatest hits. It's the greatest hits. And then they had, like, a version, which I know there was a live version of it, a video of it, and it sounded like shit. Well, I decided, well, I'm going to hear, like, a version, studio album version, and it's fucking so stupid and it sucks so bad dude oh no it is terrible not even fucking joking and I like Motley Crue by the way 
but it's fucking disgusting. Like, uh, when, I'll show you later. It's an embarrassment. You know, um, Vince Neil. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was on a tribute album for a band. Yeah. Um, a Japanese band mm-hmm. called uh, Lark and Seal. Mm-hmm. You know, just a not necessarily. I think you showed me. I think I showed you yeah, the yeah. track. Mm-hmm. But he did a, uh, a cover track of uh, one of Lock and Sales songs called uh, Blurry Eyes. Yeah. But he did it in English. Right. And to me, it was probably his best vocal performance. Yeah. Like, it, it's just a good song Yeah. to begin with. Yeah. The Japanese version, I'm a huge fan of Lock and Seal. Yeah. Um, that song in particular as well. But... His yeah. version, I would probably listen to more often. Which is the one they showed me from... What's his name? Um, Klaus? Oh, uh, uh, from Scorpions. Yes. Uh, it was a song that he did with Tobias Samet from yeah. uh, Edwi or yeah. Ed Guy, yeah. however you want to pronounce yes. it. Um, his band, uh, Aventasia... Dude, they did was... a song called um, Yeah, this is a fucking killer song. Uh, Something like that. Shit, I have to, you know, yeah. I'm going to have to look it up because it's a great it's The, a the great, reason I brought it up is because I reviewed an album uh, recently for uh, for a Metal Temple. Dying for an Angel. Yes. I, when I reviewed one of the songs, I forgot for which band it was. Uh, but I reviewed a song for for Metal Temple um, for a uh, it was an album it was a um, arena rock AOR rock adult oriented rock whatever you want to call it band and it was like incredibly similar to to that song to that song fuck and it was amazing dude I got to show you I haven't been able to find it anywhere because it, it, they just sent me the the promos yeah but fuck incredible man I'll have to show you dude. you'll fucking love there's a lot of songs from a lot of different AOR bands that you'd be fucking in love with because the vocalists are amazing, dude. Um, <clears throat> other releases were uh, Warheads and Foreheads, uh, Megadeth Greatest Hits. Dude, this is a fucking badass. It's, n- I would say it's nearly what you need if you're if you're just trying to, you know, get into Megadeth. This is more than what you need. I mean, it's absolutely more because it covers everything. Risk, every, yeah, every, it covers from A to Z. I mean, everything Megadeth is there, so that's a very fucking good introductory if you're not too sure. Um, Battle Beast released a new album, uh, No More Hollywood Endings, Bloodbound, Rise of the Dragon Empire, Venom Prison, Samsara. You know, a Bloodbound, Bloodbound, I actually listened to them mm-hmm. this week, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, definitely very epic. Yeah, very epic. Yeah, they have they have that. Is this more like power metal? Yeah, more power traditional. Metal. Yeah, metal, right? more of a more of a traditional power yeah. metal. Um, but still very very good. Yeah, very good. Fallujah released Undying Light. This one I was a little bit more uh, very um, disappointed because it's I've kind of felt like they went back to their hardcore metalcore uh, element. Yeah, my friend Mike. Carpio, I believe, is his last name. Yeah. Um, he does live drums. For, for Fallujah? For Fallujah, I Oh, that's badass, dude. He also does drums for Rings of Saturn. Okay. So. 
Yeah, they're badass. The Fallujah to me are, are great. Uh, a couple albums ago. I want to say it's Fallujah that he also yeah. has drums. Uh, so there's a Cellar Darling called The Spell, Imprecation, Damasio Ad Besticias. Uh There's True Cor- Corroded, Bloodlands, Frozen Crown, Crowned and Frost. There's a band called, oh, well, Usurper. Usurper finally made a comeback album. Lords of the Permafrost. How I've long has it been for, for them? I don't know, like over 10 years maybe? It's been a long time. It's been a long ass time, man. I think they're in Chicago, from Chicago also. Yeah. Um, yeah, 2005. Yeah, they've been 14 they've, years. They've been due for an album. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different stuff going on here. Um, Obsidian Sea called Strangers. Um, So, so one of the ones that came out that I want to talk about, I'll, I'll tell you guys right now. But uh, Children of Bottom called Hexed, uh, that new album called Hexed, which yeah. is all right. It was all right. It was. A, it's not. Our friend, uh, not Mark, our friend Marcus did. Oh, he he, uh, he did a, quite he a, bit did a about rundown it. real quick. Yeah, he talked quite a bit about it and uh, the good and the bad. And there was, it seemed to be more good, I think, than yeah. bad. Uh, and then there's. I think you might have heard these guys. Uh, Bidemir. Wings of Fire. These guys are fucking incredible. Incredible. Brimer, yes. Dude, I love those so guys. so good, dude. Yes. So fucking... It's like symphonic sort of like just, you know, death metal technical... Like it, it's, melodic uh, death yeah, metal. Yeah, melodic death metal. Uh, but again, very, very epic. Yeah, in, epic. There's some symphonic <laughs> shit going on there. Uh, in Flames... Uh, in Flames did I, The Mask. Uh, I think that was a good album, man. I thought that was all right, man. It was... Uh, and better than the last maybe two or three albums that they've done. Now, they of course said they're not going to go back to Horacle or no, no, no. Uh, but this is probably which, a, which sucks. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of those albums, yeah. those older albums, obviously. But um, hopefully, it's better than what they came up with. It's it definitely is. It, it, it's I think it's like they take pieces of everything and they made that album. Yeah. They took a little bit of everything. And his vocals are a lot better. And actually, he, he, the, the uh, I guess, the, the structure, I guess, song structures seem to be more, like, not copying, but more in in terms of, let's say, um, soil work. Okay. Uh, where they do heavier portions, and then the, the verse, the, the chorus will be more uh, clean vocals, uh, based, so okay. they seem to do more of that, and I like that kind of like transition. Yeah, because type I think of... I think that makes more sense with them, uh, and I don't know why. If I mean, I stopped listening to them. So the past couple albums, I heard a couple of songs and I didn't like it <clears throat> automatically. I just stopped listening to it. Yeah. So this one caught my attention a bit more. Queen's Drake, shut the fuck up. If you haven't heard, if you haven't heard it, get your ass out there and listen to the new Queen's Drake. The verdict, badass. Um. Uh, anyway. Now yeah. that's not with uh, what's his name? Um, mm. Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate. No, uh, that's with the little dude. Uh, what's his name? He's a he's also a drummer, actually. Uh, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? 
I forgot his name. Um, <clears throat> I want to say Tony. Let's see, singer of singer of Kundrat. Ah, Todd. Todd Latore. Todd Latore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he took over about five, no, about seven, eight years ago, and he's. I think I think he's done about two full lengths with them. Full, two full lengths, I think, with them. Um, I recommend, highly recommend the last two albums that he was involved in, and I think it's called the Human Condition. Um, The the condition human and the verdict, I believe those are the last ones with, yeah. So I checked those. I would recommend those. Todd's such a fucking good singer. I believe it was in Crimson Glory before uh, he was with them. Um, also recommend if you want something fun, sort of like seventies, just rock. Uh, with a little a little stoner rock in there, I would recommend Crypt Trip. Uh, the album's called Haze Country, and that's pretty fun. That's pretty cool. Even the cover art is super like seventies, sixties. Uh, oh, nice! Like sort yeah. of like like almost like not hippie, but sort of like that. Um, but that's just like it's fun. You know, it's not heavy or anything like this, but it's cool. Just to just check it out and listen to Crypt Crypt Trip. Pretty cool shit right there, uh, and obviously, uh, uh, for those who might not have heard, Candlemas, the new Candlemas came out. The Door to Doom, recommend that one. <clears throat> what I do not recommend, unfortunately, because I think it sucked balls, was the new Roddy Christ album, The Heretics. I believe that one was terrible. Really, I didn't like it at all. No, um, but that's just me. If you like it, let me know. Uh, also have to unfortunately say about the new Aventasia called Moonglow did not like that that was disappointing as well you know what as when it comes to Aventasia I think the last album that I really listened to from back to front was probably the Scarecrow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to say it was the Scarecrow Um, but that's that was a while back yeah that was maybe 2010 yeah 11 maybe yeah I was I find myself just going back to um Metal Opera 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what I go back to. Um, so there's the new segment that I want to introduce. Before we hit the, the new segment, yeah, I wanted to touch on something that I just found out. It's, I guess, to, to other people, it's like older news. Okay. But for me, it's kind of recent mm-hmm. because it's it does involve one of my favorite uh, singers, vocalists. Okay. And that is... Um, uh, Alessandro Conti. Okay. Uh, you might know him from uh, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Uh, he also did uh, some work with uh, Luca Turilli. Okay. I uh, just found out, I think it was last year, 2018, where he's doing vocals for uh, um, Twilight Force. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Which no is... Shit. Um, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember the the original vocalist name. The guy's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Alessandro Conti, though. I followed him since fucking Trick or Treat. Yeah. The guy's fucking incredible. Yeah. 
My only gripe is he doesn't have a whole lot of stage presence. Uh, That's the only thing is yeah. the, the live aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's doing vocals for Twilight uh, Force now, so hopefully thing. they come out with something yeah. fucking amazing. Actually, that's one of the bands that I missed on uh, 70K, 70,000 Tons of Metal. I actually missed them. Um, uh, I forgot. Who... It was a lot uh, you know, time constraints and who to go check out, what band to go see, and I know I had a sacrifice, and I... they're, they're one of the bands that I didn't check out. So that sucks. That's definitely a regret because I know they're fucking bad from what you showed me, from what I've heard. Yeah. You know, the live shit. And I believe your oldest is a fan of Twilight Force. Yes, my oldest <laughs> daughter. She's. I, I, I think I was showing her a, a live video yeah. of Twilight Force. Yeah, yeah. And she absolutely loved it. She likes yeah. Lord of the Rings. She's. Yeah. Big on obviously like Harry Potter and yeah. stuff like that, so she's into the whole fantasy thing, right? But have you still told her about Dio? Does she still? No, she, she thinks know. Ronnie James Dio is still alive. <laughs> so that's fucking crazy. <laughs> so we're not gonna we're not gonna mention that to her. Just don't tell her about Bowie or don't tell her about Lemmy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't get her into Bowie or Lemmy. Oh, that's fucking crazy, dude. Uh, I love me Dio, man. He's He'll always be, um, to me, he's the, to me, like, he's always going to be the best singer that I've ever heard, you know, just because of the, his frame, you know, he's just such a, he's, what was he, like, 5'2 or something? Like, he was 5'3, maybe. Yeah. But, it's just such an amazing fucking voice. Uh, and, and, you don't get you don't see that very often at all. No. As much as we feel like there are amazing singers out there, um, he had a pure voice. Like it was it was legit, you know. Like Bruce Dickinson, let's say. You know what I mean? It was very pure from from the heart. And he always had great intentions, you know what I mean? But also I love them that he was very vocal about things. If he didn't like somebody, he would fucking tell him I don't fucking like you, dude. Yeah, uh, he would tell, he would say it straight out, man. I don't fucking like who you are. I don't like you at all. And you know, this guy's a fucking uh, piece of shit or whatever. He'll fucking say it. Yeah, he he didn't have any qualms about that. He was, so I very respectable, respectable person. Yeah, miss, I'm gonna miss him as a lot. And I, I I have to go on record to say that I don't agree with these uh, holograms that they want to do. Yeah, I. I thought it was a good idea at first, but I feel like it's a cash grab, and I don't think that's cool. Because I feel like, what's next? You know. Well, I remember. I, I believe the first band to do the whole hologram thing was one of my personal fa- favorite bands was uh, X Japan. Yeah. Uh, their original guitarist passed away. Uh, I thought it was a drummer. It's the guitarist. The guitarist. Okay. Yeah, no, the, the drummer's alive and well, of course. Yeah. But uh, it was the guitarist, uh, Hide. Yeah. He, um, from what, what's been reported over the years, um, suicide. Yeah. Basically. Uh, uh, he, he went out drinking with friends, um, came back to his hotel. He tossed a towel around his neck and attached it to a door handle and 
some people were speculating it was uh, it was uh, an accident. Yeah. Some people were saying it was suicide, whatever. We don't know. But he threw a towel around his neck and uh, tied it around a, a door handle, a doorknob, to kind of, I guess, alleviate, yeah. you know, neck and, and back aches. Yeah. And he ended up dying. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it could go either way, whether right. he was trying to alleviate some pain, or he just, or he did, he it. did it. Yeah. So. And that's that's the shitty the the shittiest part about all uh, when you hear stories like that, because you don't know the story behind it. Like. And they never come full with it. No. And, and then then my my all time <laughs> one of my all time favorite people in the world, man, who I think is one of the most important people that we needed in the last 20 years maybe was Anthony Bourdain and when he fucking did that that was devastating to me I was fucking uh, I found out about it it was like I remember in the summer in the summer you know I was I I had gone over to your to your apartment yeah and uh, you were the one that told me I didn't even know about it until you told me about it yeah and I was like holy shit man yeah that was that was to me one of the hardest things I've ever had to to listen to or to like try to comprehend, because of how important he was, not just to to the food world, but everything he did. He was a fucking poet, man. The way he fucking spoke and the way he carried himself, mm-hmm. when you know the way he you know his whole way of looking at life, you know, uh, you know, uh, I think it was Hunter S. Thompson. Who wrote uh, "Buy the Ticket, Take the Ride"? Right. I think Bourdain lived that life like that. He was like that. He was. He did that. You know what I mean? But he always spoke about is the way food brought people together, and in, in, in no matter what situation it was, uh, whether it be a, a shitty environment, whether it be. Uh, two different countries at war and somehow there's still people who are in between peacefully living and what brings them together is always different kinds of foods and whatnot. And um, he was always this I don't give a fuck attitude, you know what I mean? And uh, stuff like that is important, I think. We yeah. need people like that. You need to have that. You know, um, actually, I think it was a couple days ago. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I we were watching uh, No Boundaries. Yeah. And uh, he was somewhere in Africa. Yeah. And he was talking about this hotel that was supposed to be, you know, this basically like a Las Vegas in in Africa. It yeah. was supposed to bring tourism and, you know, they spent millions and millions of dollars. Right. Well, and it, it ended up failing. So it was abandoned. Right. So now there's, I, I think the, the guy that owns the property... Said that there's over three thousand people living in that hotel with no running water, holy shit, no electricity, yeah, squatters, squatters basically, yeah. yeah, and they're living there, washing their their dirty clothes in the swimming pool that has bunch of bacteria and all that shit, E. coli and all yeah. this, who knows what else in yeah. there, yeah, yeah, um, but he's. He's talking about how these people are like, you know, be, be, they're broke. Right. Dead broke. Yeah. And they're living there, but he's also bringing in the food aspect as, as well. And yeah. the culture. Yeah. Of 
how these people are living. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he he really did a, a good number as far as uh, you know introducing people like us, people that live, yeah. you know. We can go to the store and buy something if we're, yeah. if we're fucking hungry. Yeah, 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 exactly. These people don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, things like that. So, definitely Anthony Bourdain is... Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, and he asked important questions. Mm-hmm. You know, he asked a lot of political questions. He asked a lot of questions about, well, why? Why is it like this? <clears throat> he wasn't asked... He wasn't scared to ask questions about the environment and the way it is now. You know, like, and and you'd see it, in a lot in, in, in a lot of those episodes where he's like, he's in disbelief, like, holy yeah. shit, how did it get to this? Yeah, and like he'll put he'll piece everything together, and like you could yeah. see in his expression yeah. Yeah. where he's like, holy fuck, yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, and and the one thing is that you'll find in in most of them, and all episodes probably, is that how everybody has that will to get through the will to survive or the will for everything and what brings them all together is always whatever dish they make or whatever the fuck and it's always communal it's always people that come together and they come for a big ass feast or they come together for something and I think that's very primal man it's a very primal especially when it's very like a uh, when there's fire involved let's say right there's a fire there's a bonfire there's some sort of pit fire pit where it's very caveman, very communal. Everybody comes together. They tell their stories. They share food. And they <clears> talk <throat> about their life. Or they talk about experiences or whatnot. Yeah. And there's something about that that's very primal that I think is amazing that he always seems to bring out. That it could be not a big deal to some people. It may not even... Th- Maybe it's... Um, it's They don't think about it. But all those uh, shows that he's done, No Reservations and the, the CNN one they're talking about with No yeah. Boundaries, there's tons of them, you know. Uh, the Layover, every fucking show that he's done, there's something always there. Anyways, but that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, he's he's definitely one of the most important fucking people um, to have lived and to have at least done a humongous impact on food. Not to take away anything from the badass chefs that are out in the world. Uh, there's a lot of sh- badass chefs around. You got Rene with uh, Noma, David Chang, Momofuku. You have Sean Brock with uh, Husk. You have all these people around the world. Uh, and you even have some people in South America and, and Argentina and stuff like that. Um who to me are very important people in the world and to continue That's that. not to take away from yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Not to take anything from them. I think, I think, I think, uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain was kind of like the ambassador and kind of brought everybody together and, and showed the whole world what else food can be yeah. besides it just being food. Besides and a, not, a fucking uh, yeah. a gourmet plate. Yeah, don't take it table. for, don't take your, don't take, don't ever take that shit <clears throat> for fucking face value because there's something more than that. There's a story behind everything. Yeah. And that's why I thought it was important for him to yeah. do that. So, yeah, that's one of the biggest losses I think we had last year. Um, for sure, man. He was one of the ones that hit me hard, man. As hard as it was, it was Dio, it was Lemmy, 
You know what I mean? It was. It seemed like it was going to be fucking Ozzy a little while ago because he was all <laughs> fucked up. But that guy's you in know? the hospital like every fucking yeah. year. Well, because I thought it was funny how he was like, oh, he's good. He's living life as he usually does. I'm like, oh, no, stay away. He's going to end up back in the hospital in a couple of weeks, man. <laughs> like, he needs to take care of himself, too, man. But. Going back to the uh, the hologram. Yeah. Ah, yes. Thing was yes. Uh, the latest that I heard was Sublime in Rome. Yeah. Going on tour with a hologram. Yeah, with the, the dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> Which, in a way, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm a huge animal lover myself. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a little yeah. like not not uncalled for, but I thought yeah. that was like uh, really. Are you sure that wasn't like the Onion like article or some shit? Because that that's pretty. It fucking sounds funny. it sounds very oniony, but yeah, I don't I don't think it was. <laughs> that's fucking funny, dude. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah. So yeah. so coming to uh, the next segment, uh, which I think it's gonna be a good segment. Um, we're going to do is songs that we wish that we wrote. Now, this is just going to be some songs that we feel like we should have, like, man, I, we love them so much, we feel like we should have wrote these songs. Yeah. We should have done them. I, I could have uh, written this song uh, I wish I was, like, uh, yeah. 18 years old. Yeah, I wish I could have done that, or why, why did I? Or, you know, and I'm sure everyone has songs like that. Yeah. I'm sure everyone has songs like that. Um, because it just, it just, I mean, it makes sense. And you know what? I, I think what makes this segment, I guess, not a little bit more important, but I think yeah. something that'll definitely touch with us, uh, as well as uh, other people, is uh, the the fact that we do play music. We we are yeah. musicians. Yeah. So I think there's a you know like how you said there's there's a lot of people like oh shit I wish I yeah. could have written that, written that song. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one thing that, and I give him credit. I give him. I'm like fuck. I wish I wrote that song. Like you bastard, you <laughs> beautiful Swedish, whatever Norwegian American bastards. You and know what I mean? I always get mad. Yeah, I had that riff written when I yeah. was 12 years God old. God damn it, and... you guys. Uh, yeah, shit like that. But first, uh, piss break. Alrighty, and we're back. We're back, like John Madden. Hell yeah! All right, so no, uh, and this would be pretty much any songs um, from. Whatever genre. Uh, so, also, listeners, if you guys have some songs that you wish you have written, then send them to us. Um, that way we can talk about that, too. So that's pretty cool. We we'll should sure mention it. Yeah. We'll, we'll throw... Put you out there. Um, I think I'll be the... I'll, I'll go first. Okay. So, like I mentioned, it's going to... It could be songs... From any genre, so it could be um, oldies, classic rock, eighties, nineties, grunge, metal, hip hop, country, whatever. My first, I think, I'm gonna go into. Um, I guess seventies proto metal. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Thin Lizzy because uh, you know Thin Lizzy is is fucking my amazing. shit. <laughs> I fucking love Thin Lizzy. Um, I'm gonna go with the song "Wild One," and "Wild One" isn't like too heavy or anything. It's not too fast, whatever. It's just a straight, straightforward rock and roller. But I feel like I feel like Phil has like some of the best, um, like the best vocals that he's ever done in in his entire career. 
Um, and it's such a sad song because, you know, there's a couple of theories, and especially I, I'm, I'm not too sure which one it could be. But one of the theories is that, you know, he's... He's actually talking about himself on Wild One and his drug addiction. Um, and he's saying, Wild One, why don't, you, why don't you please come home? You've been away too long. And I kind of feel like maybe he's talking about himself um, and his drug addiction. And he's just trying to get better and, and just trying to come back to his normal self, you know. Which ultimately ended up killing him too. His drug addiction did. Um, but... The other one is, yeah, obviously when you listen to it, it's like talking about a, a significant other that is lost mm-hmm. and they don't know which way to go. And, you know, he even says, I'll be waiting for you when you get here tomorrow. Like, there's a lot of beautiful sentiments in that song. And I think um, to for it to have come out from Thin Lizzy is a... It's even more beautiful because if you know Thin Lizzy, Phil, he tells stories, man, like you've never heard before. Um, he tells it, he has just the way he talks, man, like just the way he sings. Like look at The Boys Are Back in Town or Jailbreak or Cowboy Song or um, Thunder and Lightning or Emerald or it's, Black Rose, you know. It's a story. Yeah, he tells it, man, and, he, and he's just got this knack and I don't know if it's because he's an, a black Irish man but he's Ching Wong <laughs> man like he is just so like he's he's got a knack for for singing and telling a story at yeah. the same time and I think it's a beautiful thing yeah. so that's one song that I wish I wrote uh, for me <clears throat> one song that I, I, I do wish I, I wrote was uh, a song Hero. called Hero <laughs> sorry <laughs> Uh, it's uh, a song by Lost Horizon. Yes. Um, you know, uh, power metal band, obviously. Right. Uh, called Denial of Fate. Mm-hmm. Um, the the entire song, everything, lyrics, uh, vocals, especially uh, Daniel Hyman is famous for, you know, those those clean highs without a falsetto. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just Damn. power. Just yeah. power. Yeah. And uh, it makes me miss the guy because uh, the guy's fucking amazing. Yeah. But lyrically, lyrically the song's talking about, you know, uh, denial of fate. Um, he's talking about people being blind to religion. Yeah. Going in, just following it. Yeah. Because other people tell you to. Yeah. Oh, this she- is, yeah. You know, this is the way. Mm-hmm. You will be, you know, your life will be redeemed, and yeah. you know shit like that. In the song, he's telling you you're you're blind. Yeah, live for yourself, be free, <clears throat> do what you want. Not don't be fucked up. Yeah, be a good person. Right. And that's essentially what he's saying. So lyrically, yeah. it's it's all there. There's there's something he's giving you a message. Like, hey, yeah. don't be a follower. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. The vocals are, he's got this range. Right. That's just from not necessarily deep growl, but very raspy. Yeah. To soaring high, just, yeah. ah, like, oh man, like, it fucking sends 
chills up and down my spine yeah. every time I think about it. Yeah. The guy is fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, Warstick, who's the guy who actually wrote, you know, composed the song and everything, like the guitars and all that. Yeah. Uh, right away starts off with a two count on the hi-hat and yeah. just goes... It's very heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So automatically, it's got your blood going. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it gets a great it. Great fucking song. Yeah, and it's the the drums are just fucking steady. You know, just Lost Horizon is a band that makes me drive faster than what I should. Oh fuck yeah! I can you know? see that. So yeah, I can see that. You listen to the song; it's got you in a great mood. Mm-hmm. He's giving you a message. The guitars are just incredible. Great song. I wish I had written it. And that's that's pretty much it. I can see that. I can see that. I've heard I've heard quite a few songs from them, so I could I could definitely say I think that's true. I have Let's see, my next song. Hold on, hold on. Well, <clears throat> I guess my next song is a little bit more um Middle of the road, I guess. These guys, I believe these guys were on fucking Metal Blade Records. Uh, and <clears throat> a little bit, some prog elements to them. But I'm going to go with King, uh, King's X. Right. With Dogman. And Dogman is such a short song, about three minutes. But I think it exemplifies the... It, it's like the hook... And the beautiful chorus. When you look at a song, you break it down to how simple it is. And you want you want that hook. You want a badass, big fucking chorus, sing-along chorus. Dogman is, I think, the epitome of that, I think. Um, it doesn't... It's not a fast song by any means. It's not heavy by any means. But it's just a straight-up rock and roll song that I think should be heard... To me, King's X is incredibly... They're, they are incredibly underrated. Nobody really listens to them. When you have Doug, you know, he's this, this African-American singer. Uh, I believe he's come out, you know, come out of the closet, I believe. He came out as gay a while back. You know, you have that going. Amazing fucking singer. The music's just fucking exemplary. Like, it's just so fucking good, man. And they have elements of prog, dude. Obviously, none of that has to do with anything what I mentioned before of him being African-American or gay or whatever. But in the same regard as, like, this dude is fucking badass, man. Like, I think there was that in um, Little Richard. Yeah. Black, gay, you know, from Georgia. And the guy could rip on piano. He could fucking tear it up, dude. And his vocals were ridiculous, man. His yeah. vocals were amazing. Does that have anything to do with a person making music? Obviously not. Um, but there are going to be some people who are going to be bothered by it. <clears throat> and those guys need to fuck off. Those people need to fuck off. And yeah. they need to reevaluate themselves. Um, so I would say, if you haven't heard Dogman by King's X it's a, it's a really good rock and roll song it's not metal by any means it, the riff is fucking badass don't get me wrong it's got metal tendencies but it's not a metal song 
Uh, one thing that I also wanted to give a shout out to is France, Russia, Mexico, Sweden, Portugal, India, and Palau for listening to the podcast. Also, you goddamn Americans. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm from Texas, so I can say that. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to the fucking podcast. I want to give you guys a shout out and keep listening. Share the fucking podcast. Share it. If you don't like it, one of your homies, one of your homegirls might like it. But fucking share it, please. I would appreciate that. You said Uganda. Yeah. Um, no, it was... Um, India, Portugal, Sweden, Palau. Palau. France, Russia, Mexico. The year, the year to date we have had so far... As far as, like, uh, most listeners? Mm-hmm. Well, mostly been from the U.S. Uh, we have Australia there. The U.K. is there. Bulgaria is there. Yeah. There's more uh, people in South America. Uh, but I want to give you guys a shout-out because that's cool, man. You guys are listening and, uh, you know, keep listening, man. Definitely more, definitely more than uh, what anybody expected. Really. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. But that's the <clears> thing <throat> is that I, I, I'm... I'm I'm happy with it, you know, you guys. Like I said, keep spreading the fucking word, man. Um, I'm, I'm, personally, I just like to t- tell everyone the way it is. Um, and genuinely, especially with a lot of bands and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, I talk about a lot, a lot of shit about, let's say, Eddie Trunk and all the shit that he talks, what well, his narrative was with, uh, his show and whatnot, and then I started talking about how I love '80s and all that shit. Yeah, you, but you know what? I actually listen to is all genres of metal. I don't yeah. fucking stick to just '80s and that's it, like he did. Yeah, you know, I I will listen to all genres of metal, and I will tell you, grunge fucking sucks because it did fucking suck, yeah. and that was my enemy because growing up, that was the fucking enemy, dude. Uh, not glam. Glam was alright with me. I don't give a shit. If you wanted to look ridiculous like a fucking woman and you still got laid, you got points, man. <laughs> you got points in my book. Anyways, I'm, uh. I digress again. Digress. So, go for it. Uh, let's see. Another song that I wish I wrote was a band uh, called Aquaria from yeah. Brazil. Yeah. Actually, really good friends of mine. Right. Really cool guys. Uh. Sorry, like I said, from Brazil, uh, that song is called um, Your Majesty Gaia. Uh, that song is basically talking about you're, you're one with the earth, like Bill and, Bill and Ted said, yeah. be excellent with each other, yeah. basically. So it's, you know, just be great with the earth, be great with uh, human beings, you know, um, help, yeah. basically. Like in, in one passage, he says... Uh, let me see if I can uh, go down here. Uh, defend all that remains. Yeah. You know this this earth. Yeah. Keep it safe. That, whatever that we've been, whatever that we have. We've been, you know, we we've been destroying this planet mm. for you know who knows how long. A couple thousand years. Maybe. Do your part. Yeah. Save the world. Be. I mean, you don't have to go out and recycle and you know shit like that. That's yeah. You know, most people already do, but yeah. You know, just. Be a good person, basically. Yeah, that's what he's make saying. Make some small changes. Um, 
the song itself, um, Vitor, the the vocalist, yeah, um, amazing, amazing vocal range, uh, clean, of course, you know, power metal, symphonic, um, keyboards are, are very much present, um, starts off right away with a bang, just goes like very very uh mozart yeah yeah it's it's just great and uh <laughs> it, it's a fast-paced song so yeah. obviously you're gonna drive fast yeah um again great message yeah song is killer the guitar work uh by uh by robert fripp not not by robert fripp uh that's king crimson mm. by the way mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Uh, Roberto, I can't remember his last name, but good friend of mine as well. Yeah. Uh, guitar work is just incredible. Yeah. So if you're into bands like uh, not Aquaria, uh, if you've been into bands like uh, Angra, yeah, definitely up your alley. Yeah. Brazil, right? Brazil, also. I could I could agree with that. Now my next song, we already talked about it actually. Mana, me vale. Mm-hmm. But for real, I wish I wrote that song, man. Because <clears throat> growing up all the time, uh, you know, you're wearing black. People look at you differently. People make faces at you. Uh, you have long hair. Yeah, I did have long hair, too, at one point. Right now, I don't have any long hair, but I did. <laughs> right? But they look at you, they look like, this guy must be a fucking hootlum. Uh, they have all these thoughts about you. They have, they have no idea who the fuck you are. Uh, but they have an opinion, right? They already fucking formed their opinion, which is it's, it's it's natural. It's natural to be like that. I know. I know. Um, I know that you know when I see people, I'm already trying to size them up. Not necessarily judge them, but I'm trying to size them up. You know, what I mean, I'm trying to see what's up with this dude. You know. But, and, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes you can tell some people are just pieces of shit. Sometimes they just make it very obvious. If they look like Tecate 6ix9ine, or whatever the fuck his name is, right? <laughs> take, a guy, sh- take a shit 6ix9ine. Yeah, that guy, you could tell that guy's a piece of shit. Anyways. But, um, I, you know, with a song like that, when you're, it's always like you, have, you, you, have, you walk around with a chip on your shoulder because you're like, you're just trying to prove everybody wrong. And... You kind of feel like when you start talking to people, and especially me, dude. I've gone around work workplaces and different places, and they're like, "Man, I thought you were gonna be such an asshole. Or I thought you were so gonna be so mean, and I thought you were gonna be an a hole or a jerk and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "What makes you think that, dude?" And it's because we just look like you're mean and blah blah blah. And I'm like. Okay, but what? We'll give you that thought. Like, yeah. we'll give it to you. Like, Did I look at you? Know, you yeah, right. Fucked up? Or right. Like, anything, it wasn't anything like that, right? It was just automatically assumed that, oh, he, he's kind of scary looking. He's got a beard and blah, blah, blah. And I actually spoke to one of the, some of my close, very close coworkers that I work with every single day. And they were laughing, laughing, laughing. They were like, dude, you're a fucking sweetheart. You're a teddy bear. People think that you're scary. That's, it's hilarious because that's not true. And again, with this song from Mana, 
I kind of feel like that's the that's the way it is, man. Like people want to judge you without even getting to know who you are, right? And you end up getting this attitude of you know what, you know what? I don't even give a fuck anymore. I don't give a fuck about what you think. I don't give a fuck about this. Just accept me for who I am. <clears throat> that's that's it. Oh, Twisted Sister did write a song. It's called "I Am Me." That's another good song. I am me. That's a good. That's a good song, and it's Twisted Sister, of course. But uh, about who? That's that's how you are. Maybe you were born to be metalheads. Who knows, man? Because it's. I'd be fucking terrified if I was, you know, any other into any other style of music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be very terrified. Oh my god, man! It's gonna be one of those terrible things. Duh. Oh, salute. Thank you. So, me vale. Go for it. Me vale. Okay. Um, another song I wish mm-hmm. I had written. Um, again, power metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's just my thing. Uh, it would have to be Rhapsody, Emerald Sword. Okay. Okay. Emerald Sword. And yeah. if you're not familiar with it, it's it's the epitome of epic. Power metal, yeah. epic symphonic power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll just get right to it. Basically, it's fantasy. It's swords. There's a journey. There's <laughs> power and there's glory. Yeah. Uh, there's that that you know traditional uh, sing along chorus that you know they play the shit live and everybody knows the fucking words. Yeah. To. Uh, the solo, of course, Luca Turilli. Hmm. Uh, amazing, amazing guitarist. Probably uh, my top three favorite guitarists in the entire world. Damn. And uh, the guy just, obviously, he fucking rips. Yeah. He fucking rips. Um, like I said, swords, glory, power, fantasy, dragons, or it's all there. There, there were mountains. Me, they're like you know all those bands pretty much, but they're like metal war, but on. Something more than it's like steroids and cocaine or something. It's it, yeah, it's steroids and cocaine. You know you have you have riot with was it swords and tequila? Swords and tequila, yeah. You know these guys are are steroids and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, for me growing not not necessarily growing up, I was already a teenager. Yeah, when you know I, when yeah. uh, Rhapsody came around. Yeah, yeah. But uh, listening to them, being introduced to them. Uh, was you know I, I saw Lord of the Rings and it was fucking amazing yeah yeah. and then holy shit there's a band that makes music like this yeah yeah you know the straight up talks about straight up talks about yeah. you know there's a journey and there's kings and right. warriors and yeah it's great and it's Tolkien and it, yeah it's is. very very Tolkien yeah. uh, not necessarily based no but it's but it's inspired same, by yeah, that you know yeah, they yeah. have their own um, I guess, I guess you want to say universe. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. they're all lore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, as a matter of fact, I remember. I want to say this is back in two thousand two. Yeah. They were supposed to come out with a video game. Rhapsody. Rhapsody. No oh, shit. Was supposed to have a video game. What the fuck? And then it just kind of got scrapped. <laughs> but it was they probably to be- took Kiss. Versus, yeah. <laughs> let's take the kiss version. Just. 
<laughs> but yeah, it was supposed to be a Rhapsody video game. I guess, yeah. I guess, I'm guessing it was supposed to be like, an, uh, like a PC yeah. RPG or something yeah. like that. Oh, that would have been badass. That would have been awesome. With their music or... Um, With, I, I'm, I'm guessing their yeah. music or composed by them yeah, or something that like that. Yeah, that would have been fucking badass, dude. But um, yeah, I, I wish I had written Emerald Sword because Rhapsody by Squaresoft. <laughs> by Squaresoft. Squaresoft Enix. Sorry. In, oh. Yeah. No. Well, back then it was still Squaresoft. Squaresoft yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Emerald Sword definitely. I wish I had written that song just because yeah. it's it's fucking incredible. Yeah. And, and, and then and then uh, picturing an emerald fucking sword that's pretty badass too. Mm-hmm. That's fucking badass. Now, what's another song that you wish you had written? Well, you know what? Before I get into that, one of the things that I wanted to bring up that I think was. I think it was depressing. <laughs> oh, no. It was really depressing. Uh, you know, I was like, I was kind of uh, mentioning various new releases. Well, every week, I look up these new releases, right? Every Thursday night at 10. Yeah. Uh, before I know I'm going to buy anything, I might, if, if I'm going to buy something on CD or wanna, whatever, I look it up on iTunes on my app my music app the Apple Music app every Thursday night at 10 and I'll check it out 9 times out of 10 and sometimes a week 10 times out of 10 I look at the CD releases and I'm like based just purely based on the logo and the album cover I know what it's gonna be and I ignore it I'm gonna skip this one because I know it's gonna be shitty ass stoner rock stoner metal or it's gonna be Power metal, or, and, I, and I'll skip it or whatever. And, I, and then I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I have to go check it out. And I'll go back and I'm like, sure enough, it's power metal. Sure enough, it's stoner rock. Sure, sure enough, it's doom. Shitty ass, you know, uh, new metal or whatever the fuck. And, um, and it disappoints me because I have, I've felt like I've run into a wall or maybe I've, uh, what is You've it called? You've listened to everything. <laughs> I've listened to so much shit already that I know already, you know, and it sucks because I know there's so much more music out there. I know I have not heard everything. Obviously, I have it because there's so much. There are so many fucking bands. Yeah. The thing is, that I want to listen to quality shit. I don't want to be listening to, uh, hey, um, show me this band, uh, and then show me a bunch of other bands that sound like this band, which. The segment we're going to do is is close to that. The next segment we're going to do for the next episode is going to be close to that. But I don't want to listen to a bunch of B shit. I want to listen to a bunch of A shit. You know what I mean? The best of the, the best of the best. I don't want to listen to crap. You know, I don't want to do that because I could just listen to fucking our local radio station. They yeah. fucking suck ass, dude. Yeah. I want to listen to good shit. Anyways, the whole point is that I, I, I miss that. That sense of wonder, that sense of, um, you know, not knowing what it's going to sound like. I miss that a lot, dude. Where I wish now I could forget everything. I talk about this all the time. I wish I could be like in, uh, what's that movie with uh, Jim Carrey? Where he, they they take out his memories. Uh, Eternal Sunshine? Yeah, oh, Spotless mine. mine. I wish I could do that. I wish I could just eliminate... Have like a whole diary of shit that I want to re- list that I, that I have to read, and just take everything out of my mind and just 
go back to the diary. Look, dumbass, this is what I want you to listen to again. And because once you listen to something for the first time, you can never obviously unlisten to it again or just, you know, never unhear it again. And you become, I became so fucking like, like sour. You know what I mean? Like I heard so much bullshit already that I'm, um, there's a certain word that I'm looking for, but, uh, everything's boring now. Desensitized. Every, yeah. Everything's just, it's just like whatever, dude. I don't even care anymore. Everything's so fucking boring now. And it sucks because I don't like that feeling. I want to, you know, and I remember long ago it was, um, Dawnbringer. We th- I talked about this in the past. Dawnbringer is what fucking brought me back to like, fuck yeah, I have, have this, you know, this metal uh, newfound love yes and just like fuck yeah you know <clears throat> and it wasn't even heavy it was just like traditional fucking metal they're just so fucking good but um you know I'm just I don't know I I I hate that I'm like that now with newer shit I don't give it a fucking chance a lot of times it has to be stuff that I've already heard that I give it a chance and other shit I rarely I rarely give it a chance now so I, I need to stop doing that but every week I'm like that, and I'm telling you that's why I noticed that last night. I'm like, oh, boring. I know it's gonna be boring, 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 boring. And I feel like those record executives that only listen to like 20, 30 seconds of a song. Yeah. Boom. Tosses it out. Tosses it out. Tosses it out. <laughs> uh, this sucks. Oh, uh, album cover. Nope. I'm not even gonna listen to it. Toss it out. Like I felt like that. You know what I mean? Like it sucks, dude. So I know I need to stop doing that. Uh, so I need people to be showing me more shit. Bring me some shit. Um, give me give me recommendations. How I always give people recommendations. Shit, you give me some. Because I want other things to listen to as well. With that being said. One of the questions that I always ask everybody. What song. Would you want to be introduced to if you were a wrestler? What like, song? Like your entrance music? Yes, exactly. Entrance music. What song would you want to come out to? If you were in WWE, um, whatever. Um, WCW. Whatever, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Old school <laughs> WCW. Yeah. Uh, whatever, man. ECW. ECW. Like, there's a bunch of... There's a, tons of them, right? And undoubtedly, 100% of the time, 100% of the time, Bad Medicine, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon motherfucking Jovi. And that's the song I wish I fucking wrote, man. Like, 100%, dude. Bad Medicine. Because you're, you're coming down, you're strutting down the fucking the path and shit, all chingon and everything. Now, all this badass. is old school, like, WWF. Yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. entrance oh, yeah. music, like, yeah. swagger. Yeah, oh, dude, badass. up the ass. Yeah. Swagger up the ass, dude. You know, bad medicine. I always talk. I've always. If you guys know me, I've, I've talked about this ad nauseum. Like, to, I'm. I'm gonna come out like this asshole doctor. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I got your medicine right here, bitch. <laughs> you know, suck it, bitch. And I have your medicine right here. <laughs> and, you know, and my finishing move is gonna be the painkiller. You know, I'm gonna be dropping elbows and shit and. You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be saying a bunch of fucking old school, like phrases that doctors use and shit. You know, take two and call me in the morning. 
You know, a couple of elbows. Drops. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking deliberate and so cheesy. You know, and I'm going to offer help. Like, oh, let me help you. I'm a doctor. Let me help you. Psych. Oh. And another, you know, yeah, just keep going. <laughs> just very deliberate. But the idea of this song to me, besides that, not, just because I could use it for that uh, as my wrestling thing. Uh, but I feel like that's one of the fucking coolest songs ever fucking made. It's just, it's just you can sing it. You can just, I don't know. It's just so. It's just a, such a fun song. Um, and and again, it was Bon Jovi. I don't give a fuck. I love Bon Jovi, dude. Um, I, I don't think I ever could have, say anything bad. Well, now they suck. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties Bon Jovi was fucking <clears throat> amazing though. But that's it. Anyways, <laughs> I'll give you guys the painkiller, man. The painkiller. That's you just priest them. Yeah. Well, that's my finishing move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's yours? Uh, another song I wish I had written. <laughs> I was into, introduced to this song back in, I want to say, 99. Mm-hmm. Maybe 2000. On a black metal compilation album. I want to say it was... Um, what, what were those uh, those old school black metal compilations that like Dark Funeral and Ancient? Yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily... It was one through five. Was it the Deathmeister? Blackened. Blackened. Mm-hmm. Blackened. Mm-hmm. So this goes back to, to those days where we used to get those samplers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It would have to be Balsagoth. Oh shit! Star maps of the ancient cosmographers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was when I was first introduced to Balsagoth. Yeah. Uh, this is after fucking uh, Battle Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is on uh, <clears throat> fucking uh, Atlantis Ascendant. Okay. Old school, fucking, you know, not death metal, not black metal, not power metal, but a combination of all three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, epic. Heavy, fast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the vocals, Lord Byron, is fucking just like he's all over the place. The guys, he he enunciates a lot of the like the clean, uh, not necessarily clean, but the spoken work parts. Yeah. Um, you know, he's uh, talking like in this sci-fi type of voice, where you know, like you you watch like yeah. old school, yeah. like sixties sci-fi. The guy sounds like that. Yeah. When he's doing the spoken word, yeah. and then he goes into the actual vocals, yeah. which are, for me, it's, it's more more black metal than death metal. Yeah. Then you have the speed, which is like you know very you know um, aggressive. Yeah, is what I want to say. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the lyrical content. The guy is like, uh, what I say, Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. Uh, where it's very descriptive. Yeah, yeah, Epic, yeah. Epic. Uh, shit, even H.P. Uh, uh, Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. Type of shit. Uh, very poetic, very descriptive. Um, the guitar work is not repetitive, which I love. Because I don't like for riffs to, you know, just yeah. repeat and go back to the chorus and things like that. 
Um, and actually, this is one of the first songs of Balsagoth that I ever learned on guitar. Which is... No shit. It, it sounds easy. Like, yeah. yeah, it may be fast, but it sounds easy. Yeah. Playing it back, it's not. <laughs> so that makes it fun. Yeah. So I would say uh, Star Maps of the Ancient Cosmographers. Definitely a song I wish I would. Fuck yeah, that's badass, dude. Alright, I gotta take another piss break before we go with our last song. Okay. But, it's gonna be a good one. Go take a whiz. Alright, and we're back. Back. So, my last song that I really wish that I have written was from Gates of Ishtar, Trail of Tears. And just as you had mentioned, this was on Deathmeister. Um, eventually uh, bought on... It took me a long time to find the album, to actually purchase it. Um, now that was back on uh, Metal Blade. I think Death they were Meister. being... I think they were... Yeah, but, uh, Deathmeister was on Metal Blade. Um, and they had some sort of division with them I think it was like Invasion Records or I don't know but it was like it was another division that they had so they had other metal bands besides the bands that they were on Metal Blade yeah so Gates of Ishtar was on there and it was the Dawn of Flames the the, the album the album and um, as soon as you hear it it just it's just a fucking it was so different from everything that they had on Metal Blade right you know you hear Amon Marth on there you heard Six Feet Under, you heard a bunch of different other metal bands on As there. a matter of fact, the Google Dolls yeah, they were. were on Metal Blade. Yeah, they were on Metal Blade Records. Um, um, early on, first maybe first album? First album. Um, which was strange, but I don't know. Maybe Brian saw something and he <laughs> went with it. These guys are fucking heavy. Yeah, these guys are <laughs> going to be heavy. And then they're on... Uh, I don't know, whatever the fuck they went on to. What was it... Uh, was that City movie? of Angels? City of Angels yeah. soundtrack. The Iris. W- w- he, he looked like fucking Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. <laughs> With his fucking yeah. bangs yeah. comb over like frosted yeah. tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. that was pretty lame. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty funny though. But yeah, I won't go 100% detail into this because we're going to talk about it right now. But Gates of Ishtar, Trail of Tears for sure is one of those songs that if you're into melodic death metal, early melodic death metal, this is for you. Uh, I and, and continuously after this, actually, I would see them on uh, Metal Maniacs uh, magazines when I first started getting it, like buying the magazines and stuff, um, like ninety ninety eight. Now is uh, Metal Maniacs still a thing? No, it's not right. No, they're not around. Uh, the ones that are still, I think, in physical form, I believe it's, um... Is it Brave Words? It's Des- De- no. No. They stopped, like, ten years ago. Oh, shit. Um... That's been a long time. It's... Ago. It's... Decibel, which I think okay. they're one of the big ones right now. Decibel Magazine. And AP. Um, there's Hit Parader, maybe? Or Kerrang, I think. Kerrang, yeah. I think Kerrang's still out. No, not Hit Parader, no. But there's other magazines. There's like, there's like four or five. Um, and then there's the, the major ones, like Rolling Stone and shit like that, that, yeah. that aren't, aren't worth two fucks. They're not worth shit. Um, like they keep regurgitating the same fucking shit. Yeah, they do. 
They do. They're not. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're, they're like they're the equivalent of one of those fancy restaurants serving you a high, you know, like a fancy meal worth a couple hundred dollars, and it's just like you can eat it in a single bite. That's what they're equivalent to. They fucking suck cock. Uh, so fuck Rolling Stone. Yeah. I don't have anything against them, by the way. <laughs> like, like I really don't have anything against them. I guess they, they do them. what they do. And yeah, they do it, I but guess. I just don't like them because they're full of shit, you know. They really are. Um, But I would recommend, yeah, for sure, Gates of Ishtar, Melodic Death Metal. But we're talking, like, Melodic Death Metal. We're talking about... You know, like maybe old Dark Tranquility, old. Uh, now this is the first wave yeah. of yeah. a lot of death metal from Sweden. Yeah, from yeah, fucking from Gothenburg. From yeah, we're talking about that sort of old um, melodic death metal. We're not talking about the new shit. We're, this is the old, very old. Like when you like listen to like old, like I always say, when you listen to like old nineties like century media bands. Like, they have a certain distinct sound that I can't really... Like, them and, like, Nuclear Blast, you know, from the early 90s and stuff like that. You have that, and they had a different sound. Because when you hear bands from, let's say, like, Metal Blade or Roadrunner or Road Racer, for that fact, or for whatever, you like, you had a different... You knew what you were going to get. Yeah. But when you heard, like, Century Media, you heard Nuclear Blast, when you heard... um Fuck, what was the other one? There's Nuclear Blast. There's there's, there's quite a few. Um, uh, there was... Uh, fuck. Um, Seasons of Mist. Seasons of Mist. When you heard labels like that, you kind of knew you were going to be in for a fucking... Um, like, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, you kind of knew... But you know you're going to get something quality. Yeah. Something good. Now, the reason I bring up Gates of Ishtar is because that's actually the reason, you know, one of the main topics of today is the band Gates of Ishtar. We're looking at a Swedish metal band that may or may have not gotten back together uh, because of recently the drummer's death. um, Was it two years ago, maybe? Yeah, two years ago. Um, So... I don't know what's going to happen if they're like in limbo. Um, I'm not too sure what to expect from them anymore because, you know, they've been gone for, I don't know, what, 15 years maybe plus. Um, So I'm kind of, I'm kind of wanting to do a tribute to them. I kind of feel like it's worth mentioning and I think they're severely underrated as a melodic death metal band. And again, we talk back to it being an old school melodic death metal. Early in flames, early dark tranquility. I would even dare say add dissection in that uh, category. Um, One of the things that I think is, I think, noteworthy of these guys is is just straight up their, their... Guitar work, their their melody, the sensibilities that they have with the melody that that they come up with. Uh, they're one of those bands that 
I think when you're listening to them, you know for sure you're fucking know you're listening to Gates of Ishtar, man. Um, the thing for me is uh, Gates of Ishtar. They, I mean, I'll just be flat out. They're the originators of the the whole melodic death metal sound. Yeah. Um. You hear bands like today, like of uh, what, what is it? Uh, Shadows Fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. What's, what's another Americanized band? Is uh, uh, oh, that Tim Lambisa's band. What's his name? Uh, As I Lay Dying. As I Lay Dying. Yeah. Um, bands like that are very, very heavily influenced directly by these guys. But they don't even fucking know it. Yeah, they don't even know it. Shadow, what was it? Shadows Fall. There was another um, very American band. Um, Kill Switch. Kill Switch Engage. Heavy, heavy influence by them. But right. does the fan base know about Gates of Vistar? Mm. No. No clue. Now, when I go back to them, the ones that I always go back to, I think that were pretty much. make most of the music is Michael Sandorf um, Tomas I don't know how to say his name Tomas Hudenfault Holdenfault Holden Huden with a J Hudenfault but Michael Sandorf pretty much did everything man he pretty much wrote a lot of the shit you know um now, for those who are curious, Ishtar was a Babylonian goddess that represented evil and catastrophes. Uh, and I believe there's an actual Ishtar gate. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, uh, although, it being sort of Middle Eastern, their music had nothing of nothing the sort. Nothing to do with, uh, nothing, with the Middle Eastern. Nothing animal. to do with that. Yeah. Uh, first album, I think, well, their first album, their debut album, A Blood Red Path. To me... Again, it's so fucking easy to acquire that album now. Uh, you can order it out Discogs, or you can just listen to it on Apple Music, or whatever the fuck. But you can listen to it easily now. Or you, yeah, or you can just go to YouTube and type yeah, in Gates of yeah, Star. It's so easy to path. fucking... But when I was growing up... Well, not even growing up, but I was already a late teen. Um, it was so fucking difficult to get a hold of. It was so, so, so hard to check these guys out, now, man. This was 96... Mm-hmm. 96, so mm-hmm. we're we're looking at middle school here. Well, for yeah. our age. Middle school, yeah. Shit, I'm, I'm what, 35 I was now? Actually, I was in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was one of those albums to me. Uh, Salute. Thank you. The album cover, man, was just so fucking, like, I don't know how to explain it, man. Check it out. Okay, so you have, I guess, death. Yeah, I, I would say it's like death. it was. Yeah, because it looks like he's a. He's in a cloak. Mm-hmm. With a staff. With a staff in a valley, like a like a barren valley. It's definitely, well, with a blood red path. He almost looks like a fucking carpet. Look, they rolled a red carpet for that motherfucker. 
Right? Uh, he... I mean, yeah, he looks evil. Yeah. I mean, it looks... The artwork itself looks a little... Um, Old school. Color, colored pencil. It is. It is. But what's funny, what's funny is that when you when you see that shit, you know what the fuck you're going to get. Yeah. You know you're going to get some melodic there's a, shit. There's a guy in an evil cloak. Yeah. In Walking a barren valley. valley. Yeah. And then you look at the logo. Yeah. And For back sure. then, 96... It was very hard to, to you know to decipher the band's logo, right? Which, by today's standards, I mean, if you listen to any like modern death metal, let's say brutal, right, death metal slam type of bands, like you can't tell what they're, yeah, what the letters oh, are. Oh, yeah, dude, that's tough, man. Even then, that is even tough, now, yeah. till this day, that's tough. I mean, to it'll, it'll take the average person yeah. five minutes to decipher it. Yeah, but you know what you're getting into. Oh mm-hmm. shit, this is a heavy band. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my favorite things from here is uh, "Tears," the song "Tears." Um, like I, I don't know why, I just I just can't really like. I always have to hear that song, "Fucking Tears," man. Yeah, uh, it has one of the most to me um, perfect melodies you could ever want to listen to in a melodic death metal song. Uh, super catchy. The dude, Michael's vocals are just <clears throat> outstanding. Um, uh, kind of, um, not raspy, but they're kind of full of like, I don't want to say grief, but like suffering. Um, the one of the coolest things is that there's a cover by Wasp. Yeah. I want to be somebody. I want to be somebody. Yeah. It's a fucking kick-ass cover, man. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I had only heard... I think I had only heard... I Want to Fuck Like a Beast? By from Wasp. Wasp. From Wasp. And I hadn't heard I Want to Be Somebody. So when I heard it, and I saw, oh shit, it's a cover. I'm like, it's from Wasp? Okay, I gotta check this shit out. And I, I like I liked the... I like Wasp. I like Wasp. I like their... Actually, I do like Wasp. Uh, I like their version, too. So I like both of their versions. You know, it's it's fun. For me, on that album, it would have to be uh, "When Daylight's Gone." Um, yeah, I, I would say that for me makes the album. Mm-hmm. That that song alone. So you hear that song? I I, I would say like introductory. Yeah. You want to hear the rest of the album? Yeah. And when daylight's gone, it pieces it all together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's because it's amazing, dude. It's amazing to me that a band like this, it's 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 criminal, dude, that they didn't get fucking known or what 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 happened? What happened with them? That I mean, they broke up, I guess, but what the fuck happened besides that? That they just weren't known? They never got a DVD. I mean... <laughs> you know? I guess, yeah. They never made a video, you know? I don't know what the fuck happened, dude. Apparently, this that, was that on Spine be... Farm Records. Yeah, Spine Farm. For me, it would be. I mean. Back then, when I was still. I guess getting into the like the more underground type of thing. You know, Emperor, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
listening to Gates of Ishtar, I wish they had a video. Because yeah. Emperor did have a video. It was the, the fucking uh, live ceremony. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And I first saw that on VHS before it made it to DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how come these guys didn't, you know, at least put a live show? Could have been mismanagement. I don't know. Could have been. I think, yeah. And I think to me, it's, you know, Gates of Ishtar is definitely a heavily underrated band. Oh, yeah. The album that I think is the... The quintessential? The, yeah, is the Dawn of Flames. Dawn of Flames. So, 97. Now, this one is redonkulous, man. If you can get your hands on this... From start to finish... It, it literally, not even fucking around. Not even, kiss, not, not even kissing ass. Not even kissing up. Straight up. Start to fucking finish. Perfect album. This one gets an 11 out of 10. I swear, dude, it's such a fucking good album. The cover art, cover is art. badass. You've got a, a warrior. Yeah, got like four warriors back there. Oh yeah, yeah, four warriors. I mean, to me, very reminiscent of Conan uh, the Barbarian. Yeah, Frank Frazetta, Frank Frazetta, Frazetta. Yeah, very reminiscent. Very of reminiscent of uh, Conan. Uh, same thing with Bossagoth. Yeah, this is total. What is this? Um, green and black. Green. Yeah, like green I like green. Super light green and black. Yeah, green and black. Uh, then you have uh, a chick with her tits out. With a fucking ma- mace. So Morningstar. What is that, a Morningstar? Yeah, a Morningstar. Looks star. like a fucking Morningstar. Yeah, this bitch with her big old titties hanging out. And she actually looks like the girl from Conan. The, the, uh, his Sonia. Valeria. Valeria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come to California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valeria. And he's like, why do you cry? It's, I cry for Conan. Because he doesn't cry. What is it? The, the Chinita? Uh, <laughs> I cry for him. I cry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, um, they're like waiting for Lord Doom, or what's his name? To come. Uh, Darth Vader, what's his name? Uh, Not Cole. No, the bad guy. Oh, from the Sandlot, the old man, the blind man from the Sandlot. Uh, fucking um, Earl Thomas, Earl James no, Jones, that, uh, Earl Earl James Jones. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. What's his name? Yeah, you know uh, what I'm talking about. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Him. He's he's the the guy with the with the snakes. Remember, he makes them. Yeah. He makes them and whatever. He, that's he's the one who killed the the, the his girlfriend. But I love I love that whole fucking um, <laughs> I love that <laughs> Valeria. Oh, that's such a good movie. Yeah, this is total reminiscent of Conan. The, and you know that that that's another reason uh, not to deviate from Gates mm-hmm. of Ishtar, but that's a that's another reason why I'm a huge fan of Balsagoth. Is the whole Conan um, reference? It's like yeah. As a matter of fact, not again, not to deviate from the current topic. Um, Balsagoth, uh, the two brothers, started another band called Cull. Yeah. Which is supposed to be the 
Called The Conqueror. Yes. The unofficial sequel, no? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it still follows that yeah. that same influence and everything. Yeah. Um, the new album, much more blackened vocals. Yeah. But it's the, I would say it's, let's say, Balsagoth. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, more orchestral, faster, heavier, yeah. more well-produced. Fucking incredible. Dude. And that's Cull? Cull. Uh, K-U-L-L. Yeah. But yeah, check out... Check out these titties. I'm just kidding. You can't even check anything out there. It's Well, you can. It's too green and too black in there. I mean, there's, there's, there's titties. I mean, I they're not pink nipples or anything. They're hanging out. No, but yeah, I, I kind of feel like this girl, even this girl looks like Valeria. Yeah. Uh, no, it's badass and super swords and armor and all that shit. Fucking cool as shit. The, the album one, itself. Yeah, no, the one thing that I'm like incredibly jealous of, dude, is in the first song, Perpetual Dawn. Yeah. The solo at the end is a solo I wish that I've I wrote. It reminds me of Brian May of Queen. Slow, beautiful, deliberate, very thoughtful, and just not every bit which way you can get away from metal, it is that. In this backing riff that comes that and this soul that comes through across that is just amazing dude I can't I can't I wish I wish I could show you guys on the on the on the podcast because I can't um, but uh, if anything what I can do is do a playlist to go along with it you guys could check out that actually that's a better idea I'll put out a playlist through uh, yeah definitely uh, through probably through Spotify and then you guys I'll link it but um, it's insane to me is is how clean the tone is uh, and especially for that fucking solo dude now the original issue not the not the remaster the original issue yeah for me I would have to say I prefer the original mm-hmm. over the remaster so the remaster because the the original I mean, I, I grew up listening to that. Mm-hmm. The uh, production quality, all the yeah. nuances, you mm-hmm. know, you want to call it imperfections, whatever. That, to me, is what made the album. Right. Instead of the more cleaned up version. Yeah. No, I, and, that, and that's what I've been talking about. That is, to me, what sounds so fucking amazing. And the, I'm telling you, the, the tone is just so fucking clean, dude. Exactly. It's redonkulous, man. And it's funny how it's only that one song that really does a solo like that. Um, because, again, the next part, song two, Trail of Tears, fucking Chingon, man. The fucking bass in the beginning. It start, it, there's no count, there's no lead up to it. It just no. goes... It's just... And that bass, Triplets, basically. That's what it is. The fucking bass that comes, man. And then and the guitar the side. Of, the rest of the song. The rest of the song follows the bass. Yeah. And that would that to me 
yeah. makes that fucking song. Fuck yeah, dude. That's again. That's why I said earlier I'm not gonna really elaborate too much because we're we're t- talking about it. But holy fuck, dude, get out of here, man! Like that's also one of those perfect fucking songs, man. Uh, and his years. vocals are just like, blah, like he's just fucking screaming shit out, man. And he's just yelling it out. And his his vocals are amazing too. Michael's on this shit, dude. He's fucking on it, dude. Um. I think another, like, major song I think was uh, Dawn of Flames. Dawn of Flames, yeah. The the song itself, man. Holy shit, dude! It starts off kind of chaotic at first, and then it and it breaks itself. Like into, it doesn't sound like, like much is gonna happen. Yeah, and then it stops, and the main riff and then comes it breaks in. Yeah, like holy shit, dude! And the see the thing is, is that. What I don't know what these guys were using uh, amps, the the rig, their whole rig. I don't know what the fuck they're or even guitars, but the tone of of like if you want a melodic death metal sound, these guys hit. They're right on the money, dude. They're right on the money. For me, I would have to say it's probably a metal zone through a fifty. It could. It, 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 it could, could very, very well, be. well be. Yeah, it could very well be a fifty-one fifty. And back then, and it's either probably Jackson or BC yeah. Rich. Yeah. And I'm gonna go with the probably BC Rich. Yeah, I would say BC Rich as well, but I don't. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I've never been a big fan of BC Rich. I don't like the tone. I'm more of a Jackson guy. But <coughs> they're they the way <coughs> that oh not possible uh, the way that Gates of Ishtar pulls off what they're playing. Yeah, it's it's fucking clean. They could play that shit on a fucking Fender if they wanted to. It's very clean. The yeah, super clean. A lot, a lot of times, and I don't even know. I think they were just D. They're tuned to D. <clears throat> Is it? D? I don't think they were tuned to anything else, but they're D. If I look every time I look up. Um, Taps a, a D the tablature. It's always a d- tune to D. Now, is it drop D or is drop it D. drop D? Drop D. Okay. I don't think I ever saw anything else in there other than that. And I think I don't think that's rare either for the time that they were doing music. Yeah, because I, I, I guarantee back then they weren't tuning to like fucking no. A. No. B or C. Yeah. Nobody was doing that. Well, I'm not gonna say nobody, but. I mean, people at were, that time. Ninety seven. They never got a deal or anything. Yeah, I mean, come on. In ninety seven, I don't think a lot of bands were doing that. Hmm. Um, Especially on a, on a six string. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially on a six string. Come on, dude. Like the sounds that these guys got were incredible, man. No time. The embrace of winter. Yeah. God. Check out the song titles, man. Uh, Perpetual Dawn, The Arrival of Eternity and My Pain, Trail of Tears, Forever Scarred, Dream, Dream Field, Field. Oh, Dawn of Flames, Dawn of Flames, Eternal Sin, Eternal Sin, No Time, No Time, and then of course The Embrace of Winter. So fucking great. Super short, very sweet. You know what I mean? Again, this is one of those albums that if you don't know what the fuck, you better check this shit out. Um, you're not gonna get yourself something that's fucking fast. You're not gonna get yourself that's like definitely not satanic. No, 
No, no, no. I think more, more. They're more like archaic, more like uh, mythology based. Yeah. But I think if anything, you're not, not, what I'm saying is that you're not going to get something that's super. Like you're not going to get the crown. You're not going to get something that's slayer that's fast. You're going to get something that's mid tempo, middle of the road, melodic death metal. It's not going to be fucking super fast or anything like that. If you want something super fast, you can check out Michael's other band, The Duskfall. The Duskfall is pretty fucking badass, and they're yeah. also doing melodic death metal. Um, but I, but if you want, I think to me this is old school. If you want old school death metal, then this is it right here. Um, you cannot go wrong. I swear, dude. Um, if I can give it more than a ten out of ten, I would, man. Because I mean, you can't. Dude, you think about it now. Twenty-two years ago, mm-hmm. that masterpiece was written. Yeah, and people like us are still talking about it today. Yeah, like it's yesterday. Like it's yesterday. <laughs> like I grew up listening to that. Yeah, straight up, straight up, man. And it's funny because I think we got Gonzo into this shit too. Yeah, yeah. And he instantly liked it without even us pushing it or anything. We just showed it to him and he fucking loved it dude just be like hey uh, man check this out check, check this fucking song yeah. out and he's like oh yeah this is badass like he he, all, he just took to it um I don't know like there's this <laughs> it's one of those rare bands I guess oh. you know and I've been checking out other podcasts and I've been checking out some of the bands that some of these podcasts talk about I'm not gonna name names and I'm not even gonna name band names that they've mentioned or they talk about Albeit some of these bands that they mentioned I've never heard of. And I made it my mission to check them out. And I have to reconsider. I have to stick to my guns. When I say a lot of people, you know, listen to. They, they, the, the, the shit that they listen to. And the shit that they recommend. Um, oftentimes is bullshit, dude. Oftentimes, you know, I hear, I go back and I listen to, let's say, um, Sam Dunn and his cronies on um, on YouTube. They have that, uh, I forgot what metal channel it is, right? Well, they'll review bands and they'll review this year in metal or whatever. Or they do some bullshit like that. And they talk about... They do their own reviews. And that's and, like a bullshit band. Yeah. And you know, they talk about things. What do they recommend? And you go check it out and you're like, dude, this band fucking sucks. Or this album fucking sucks. Or whatever fucking sucks, man. Like, you told people, me to listen to this shit. Yeah, I've, I've heard people from other bands that are big bands that we like, dude. And big bands. And melodic you know death metal and all these other genres and people who you would think could be like oh I'll. he seems like you know he'd recommend some good shit and you look and you go and listen to it and you're like dude this fucking sucks dude I don't give a fuck if you want to say well it's cause it's quirky it's weird oh it's cause it's prog no it, uh, it's not there's a lot of quirky it sucks and weird shit out if there. I want to listen to quirky and weird I'll listen to fucking Primus and Oysterhead and all that weird shit dude if I want to listen to strange shit but, fucking green jello yeah 
If, but don't give me this bullshit, dude. You're you're recommending me all these bands, and this all these bands fucking suck, dude. I'm not gonna recommend Ghost, or I'm not gonna recommend Mastodon because they fucking suck cock. That's the fact. Them the facts, man. Them the facts. You don't <laughs> like that? The facts, them man. the facts. And I'm gonna tell you, this is the type of person that you are or are are not. Either you like them or you don't, man. And that's how I am. I don't fucking like them, obviously. I but, mean, obviously, you don't gotta take. Our word for it. Also. But what I'm I getting mean, if at... if you like it, you like it. Right. But what I'm getting at is when I'm listening to all these other podcasts and they're talking passionately about these other bands, and I'm like, dude, why? I'm, I'm listening to those bands and like they suck, dude. Uh, it's fucking trash. It's trash. And they're... And, and, uh, it's like... It's like somebody making a podcast and talking about Tool. We oh, know... Oh, no. We know how much they suck. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I can't fucking stand Tool. There's one of those... They're a bunch of fucking tools, dude. Arrogant fucking pieces of shit. I can't fucking stand them, dude. And every year, I mark my fucking calendar because I know that I'm going to check them out. Try to maybe change my mind. I'm trying to change my own mind. I like that meme. Tool sucks. Change my mind, you know? I do that shit to myself. And it hardly ever fucking works. And I'm left with a bunch of stupid fucking songs that go fucking nowhere. With a drummer that's amazing that should not be in that fucking band. But, again, to give you a preview of the next episode's uh, segment. Alternatives to these bands. So instead of listening to the shitty ass band Tool, how about you listen to this band called Soen? S O E N. Soen. Much better alternative that release albums bi yearly, so you don't have to worry about an album coming out 15 years later. Um, anyways, I digress again. But uh, the whole point of what I'm saying is that I'm not going to be talking about bands that I think suck. Or, not that I think suck, but that I'm not going to fucking wholeheartedly recommend to other people. Uh, the way I like to see it is, um, to mention bands that are worth checking out. Right. That are actually worth it. That are actually worth it, man. Uh, because, again, you know, you listen to people from these major bands, and again, I'm not going to call anybody out. Um, and I, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, dude... You're full of fucking shit. You're just, you're just being an attention seeker now when it comes to that shit. Because you know what, that band fucking sucks. That band fucking sucks, and that's it. That's all there is to it. Um, and maybe a couple of songs are okay, but that's it. You know, I hate when fucking people do that shit, man. Like, don't, don't fuck with me like that. You know. So, I'm not gonna do that to you guys. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, kind of. I think I've ranted enough about this shit anyways. <laughs> so, I think another, uh, the other album that we should talk about is At Dusk and Forever. Yes. Now, this one, to me, was, up until several years ago, was really hard to fucking get my hands on. Um, it was really difficult for me to get my hands on this one. Uh, and the album cover just looks like a fucking gate in the middle of fucking like the Grand Canyon or some shit. To me, it looks like um, like a fire pit. I don't know. 
that's not a fire pit. Check that out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a gate. It's like a, it's like a um, like a stone gate. Like a stone gate in the middle in, of in somewhere. A bit of a, probably a desert. Yeah, definitely. And there's like this little skull in the middle. But what's crazy about it is the actual logo does look a little Middle Eastern looking. Looks like these gold um, snake snakes on there. I don't know. Yeah, looks a little strange. Uh, definitely not their um, old school logo. Their old school logo. No, no, it's different. So this came out ninety eight. <clears throat> so look at a band that came up ninety six, ninety seven, and fucking ninety eight. That means back they were back. working all three years. That means they were working on their material while they were touring or do- doing whatever the fuck they were doing the year before. They were already doing material. That's fucking amazing, dude. To me, uh, I don't know. I can't. I think. I think on this one they might have done Red Hot from uh, Motley Crue. Motley Crue, yeah. I think they cover Red Hot on this one uh, on one version of it. Um, I think again on Invasion Records too. Um, Donald Flames was on Invasion. This is also on Invasion Records. I feel like this was their weakest album. Doesn't mean it's a bad album, though. No. No. See, the way I see it is like... You're looking at Tarantino's films. They're all fucking badass films. But which one do I always kind of feel it might be the weakest of the weakest... Uh, recently it was it was like was it um, Hateful Eight no the Hateful Eight was good I thought it was good it's not the strongest for sure not the strongest uh, I think for me it was a whole lot of beating around the bush yeah but I mean that's that's a different yeah that's Tarantino films not yeah I think what was the weakest one uh I don't remember. Jackie Brown for a while I felt was weak when it was just Hateful Eight wasn't around. Yet. Right. But when you're looking at movies, they're still fucking good, and you still have to like rank them, and they're still fucking good. That's what we're doing here. At Dust Count Forever is the weakest, I think. Of the group. Of the three. Because I kind of feel like it almost seemed like they were trying to get out of a uh, uh, contract. I don't feel like they tried uh, as hard as they should have. Um, and even then, Battles to Come, Burning Sky. Burning Sky. The Nightfall. And I Never Alone from, Again. Those are a lot of... There, there, There's a lot of good songs on here. Again, the, song, the album doesn't suck. It's just weaker. It's not as bad as I mean. You're never gonna get as Donna Flames again. You know, you're never gonna get that was a jackpot. That was a jackpot, man. Like that was a jackpot album, and mm-hmm. that was a jackpot. Like where it was prime, where if they had taken off there, this album would have sounded very differently. Um, and even the album cover seems very watered down. Yeah, with that fucking. Um, to me, I mean, gate. this is going off topic, but it, yeah. to me, the album cover, the art, uh, looked like a, like a mythotin. Yeah, it did, it did, it did, it did. 
uh, it was very like live in person sort mm-hmm. of feeling. Uh, I know they had one where was it like a battlefield or some shit, or there was like a, a crow or a raven. Yeah. Right. They had one like that. Um, and of course, it was uh, the one where they're standing with the the flags. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, shield. that's the ones. That's the one. That's that's the yeah. uh, quintessential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. And it has like it's like it's like the sun's coming down or the sun's, sun's coming up or down. One or the other. One or the other. Up one or, or down. The other, yeah. yeah. But it's like silhouettes, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh. Ooh, excuse me. But it seemed like it was um, like it wasn't very thought out. I don't think so. It was like we need a picture for a CD. And we'll we'll try to get something that's. I kind again. I, I kind of feel like it was maybe to get out of contract. Um. Now, when you're looking at the reissues that came out, the reissues and the cover art, they are fucking trash. Uh, the cover arts are stupid looking. Uh, super computerized. Very very like late 90s computerized shitty graphically you know graphic design like um uh, like monstrosity millennium type yes <laughs> yeah exactly shitty um, that's perfect yeah <laughs> uh and yeah, it was really crappy cover art um yeah I would definitely go for the the original art yeah but I mean in terms to me what 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 made him special? Um, you're looking at a band that was... I think they were at the top of the food chain. That It, it reminds me of that band Anvil. Um, of, of They were doing everything that they should have been doing. They were the best at what they were doing. Yet they never got fucking recognized. Yet... It was other bands that got recognized. Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, etc. Anthrax, etc. These guys were like doing the same thing. But In Flames was getting recognized. Dark Tranquility, Dissection. All these other bands. Well, Dissection was already a thing by then. But like there were already, <clears throat> but all these melodic death metal bands were getting fucking recognized before. Um, God Gory... I think started coming around that time too. Yeah. God, glory, God damn. Let's, let's talk about another fucking two-man band. Chingones, by the way. With Resurrection. Chingones means <sighs> badass. Chingones means badass, guys, by the way. Uh, but fucking hell, man. That Resurrection album. And I remember I told Gonzo one time. Yeah, God, glory, God, glory. Um... Oh, I think it was a saying reincarnation. <laughs> I think I was trying to say an album, and he kept no, saying. No, th- I think you were saying no. He thought you were oh. saying reincarnation. Oh yeah, that's another band. That's another band. Uh, which, by the way, you guys should check out uh, Greencarnation. Badass. Uh, he kept saying. He kept saying that I thought. He thought I kept saying reincarnation. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I was probably drinking anyways, um, but yeah, God Gory, he fucking. Love them, and they they took them off uh, Apple Music. I don't know why, but I don't have any physical copies of theirs, so that kind of fucking sucks. 
they're so fucking good too because they were doing the same shit that, that Gates of Ishtar was doing the super ultra badass melodic death metal shit just fucking riffs dude it was riffs upon riffs man and and it was in the way they were playing the riffs too man because when I started learning how to play some of those riffs it reminded me of like Amon Marth, man Amon Marth were playing the same fucking sort of style of riffs in yeah. um, one set from the Golden Hall um, and I don't know what, what that fucking is it's like a backwards power power riff what is it called power chord it's uh, backwards uh, and shit they're like a, it's a what is it called um like an augmented yeah no not an augmented cause that's like right with a it's not that with a, it's, it's it's backwards so does your instead of instead of playing it like this you're playing it the other way yeah and it's like a, I think it's a fifth or no I don't know I don't know what they are but it's a different way of playing it's definitely a different way of of, of, of guitar style and they were doing that shit and I had never seen that before I was just used to seeing a bunch of fucking power chords and shit from all these metal bands and everything that were that were moving it around everywhere you know obviously during that time my whole world just was, was starting to change You're, I'm looking at Gates of Ishtar I'm looking at I'm on a Marth what's set from the Golden Hall then I'm looking at Opeth at the same time when you're listening to to all that shit and we're looking we're talking about Opeth we're talking about Orchid we're talking about Morning Rise the early albums uh, April the, Ethereal yeah there are, there are later shit hadn't even come out yet we're, we're, we're still talking oh, okay. about early, early Opeth right um, and in, in terms of, of guitar playing that shit blew my mind right once once uh, Michael Ackerfeld and uh, he's such a mamon now he's such an asshole now because he's like oh I'm not, those are not our proud moments and I don't even want to do anything to do with Orchid or Morning Rise or <laughs> My Arms Are Hers. Like, fuck you, bro. You're such an asshole. Like, no one wants to hear your prog rock shit, your pretend, your foul prog rock shit that you're playing. You're not even playing prog rock. Dude, you're never going to be King Crimson. You're never going to be ELO. You're never going to be... Uh, Hold on. You will never be King Crimson. Yeah. You're never going to fucking be Emerson, Lake, and Palmer... You're never going to be... It's um, not going to be Robert. You're never going to be fucking Camel. That's for sure. Uh, there's tons of bands that he's never going to fucking be. It pisses me off because they changed their fucking sound. Like, dramatically, dude. Like, their sounds... <sighs> terrible now. I don't know I don't know how to, how to explain it. Um, to me, it's like, if you're going to do that kind of stuff, fine... On the but side. don't name it the same fucking band. I, I that's just my thing. It's the same thing with like Morbid Angel. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, see, Vincent did this his country shit on the side. Yeah, he did his shit properly. Have you heard his new band mm. called um, Ultimas with a V? I don't think so. Good. <laughs> No, 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 no! It's 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 good. Oh, like it's, it's good. good. I'm not saying good as in I'm glad you didn't listen to it. Right. Good as in it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. Very good. 
Yeah, I get I get annoyed because I don't know. I kind of feel like there's all these uh, there's there's so many positives to um, with Michael and, and and what he was doing and with Opeth, and and, and it's no wonder why everyone started to leave. You know. Everybody started leaving. It's like, oh, this guy kind of sucks. That's he wants why. to go in a different direction. That is like, what? Like a no? It makes no sense. Yeah. You know. And as of now, I kind of feel like Catatonia took over, and the best clean vocals I think in metal right now. Um, I know Devin Townsend has them, also, which I can't wait for his new album, uh, Empath. Um, check out those songs if you haven't heard I think it's Genesis I can't remember the, the name of the other song but they're fucking great uh, Catatonia's back so if you guys didn't know they are back they were doing a, a bloodbath for a while which I got to see at 70k right? fucking Boner City <clears throat> my name was Boner Johnson hello my name is Boner Johnson <laughs> um, name tag please yep and so yeah it was amazing man uh, they were fucking great but um, yeah, in terms of vocal shit, man, Jonas, I think has is so much better than Michael from Opeth now. I think Michael, if he really could, I think he would try to stick his own penis into his own butt because he's such a piece of shit now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, to see how it I goes. feel. I feel like he could do that. You know what I mean? Like he's so fucking like uh, I mean, would, arrogant. Would it reach though? Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. He might have to sit a certain way, you know. <laughs> sit down. There's like six pillows for that, I think, now. But, no, I just think he's just so arrogant. And it's just so full of shit now. That he doesn't even fucking realize how stupid he is now, you know. And who fucking needed a Moog player? I don't know. But these guys decided they need a Moog. The know, fuck is that? It's like the fucking keyboard... Uh, Almost, it's like it's it's the keyboard section, pretty much. We'll call it that. I'm telling you, they're just pretentious bullshit, dude. Um, but yeah, we're not talking about that anymore. What I'm saying is, well, I was I was going off on a tangent. <laughs> totally fucking went off, but anyways, um. I was bummed out from At Dusk and Forever. Totally bummed out about that. It's still a good album. Just not the best. Uh, Gates of Ishtar. We're still talking about Gates of Ishtar. I came back full circle. Sorry, guys. Um, I was so I was so angry with with Michael and Opeth that I lost <laughs> I lost sight of what I was talking about. <laughs> that sucks. You see what you're doing? You see what you did to me? <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping things up. I'm gonna go ahead and give my album recommendation, which is Contrarian. My Contrarian album is called Their Worm Never Dies. Now you should listen to this because it sounds like later on death uh, when they went kind of proggy. 
maybe even um, yeah when they went proggy um, very fucking cool but it reminds me of later on death um, with dark tranquility early dark tranquility super early like the super gallery the, yeah. like the gallery uh, uh, dark tranquility so if death fucked dark tranquility really nice and hard then you would get contrarian um, their worm never dies and you said something about them earlier yeah contrarian um, obviously band put together by uh, what's his name uh, Dave Colias right um, who does vocals on the album my friend Cody McConnell yeah um, very good very close friend of mine uh, we talk every week um, he does live vocals for Contrarian. Okay. So, uh, you know, we, we did a few shows back then, uh, I would say 2012. Yeah. Uh, they came down with uh, Goemagot, brutal death metal band, yeah. slam type of thing, you know. <clears throat> um, he's on the live lineup. And uh, Touring, touring. Yeah, touring. The touring lineup. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, uh, I, I listened to, uh, what is it, uh, The Worms Never Die. Mm-hmm. And it's from start to finish, just not not necessarily heavy. I mean, yeah, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's... Everything, man. Tech. It's, it's everything. It's technical. It's mm-hmm. brutal. It's melodic. It's, 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 it's fucking metal, dude. Yeah. It's fucking metal. And... Um, Definitely, and uh, definitely a band. Yeah, they're an up and coming. Checking out, yeah, up and coming. I mean, this is their third album now. I think. I think third or fourth. I but think it's the third album yeah. now. Um, definitely, if you haven't already checked them out, check mm-hmm. them out now. Contrarian, uh, their worm never dies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great fucking album, and I'll leave it at that. For sure. For shizzle. And uh, also, there is... Which one do you recommend? An album that I recommend? Definitely Contrarian. That's what I mean. You mentioned earlier... Dionysus. Oh, Dionysus. Uh, Anima Mundi. Mm -hmm. Um, Album's five years old now. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're into bands like... Luca Turilli, mm-hmm. um, Rhapsody, Thy Majesty, you know, very epic, power metal, just strong vocals, definitely an album you want to check out. Hell yeah. Dionysus, Anima Mundi. Yeah. So, one thing I know for sure myself, I need to get more into more power metal. Uh, so, I'm going to start checking out a lot of different things. I don't know, I kind of feel like I... Um, I'm strong in other fields, but I'm not strong in par metal. Uh, but I, I dabble in par metal. I think I need to get more into it. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of feel like um, uh, I wanted to bring up, for sure, the next episode, we're going to do more into uh, alternatives, what I was saying. Uh, if you don't like this band, we'll bring up another band. The, or or the, if you like this band, you should check, check out, out this, this other, other band. band. 
Right. So an example to me, to, to them that I gave earlier was uh, Tool. How I hate Tool because Tool sucks and they're a bunch of pretentious pieces of shit. If you like Tool or if you don't like Tool, it works both ways, I guess. Then I would recommend listen to Soen. Uh, S-O-E-N, Soen. And that's actually Martin Lopez from Opeth. That's the drummer that he used to be with them. His uh, new band. And they are fucking amazing. And even I think they even had Steve DeGorio play bass on their first album. So if you want some good shit that is similar to Tool and by far just surpasses them, then listen to Soen. And they're actually, they play freak, they actually make albums frequently. Not like every 10 or 15 years. So, um... <laughs> just, just throwing that in there. Just throwing that in there, because I hate Tool. <laughs> and, uh... Fuck Mastodon, too, by the way. Uh, so... With that being said... Do you have any plugs? Are you going to play anything lately? Are you going to do anything lately? Uh, uh, I'm not playing anything yet. Still trying to book some stuff. Uh, uh, with my any, any releases? Uh, right now, I'm working on two bands, which okay. is uh, Demon Knight. Okay. Um... Blackened power metal. Nice. That's what it is. <laughs> so think uh, Rhapsody meets Emperor, I guess. Yeah. And I'm also working on uh, Raz Morthal. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Which is also uh, more more epic yeah. metal. Yeah, I've heard a lot of that shit. It was really fucking good, too. That was with your boy from San Antonio, no? Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with Chris. Yeah. So um, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well... Sounds good, man. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to that metal podcast. Once again, I'm Wolfman Dave. Fabian. Big Teddy Mermaid. All right. Well, with that being said, (laughs) metal for passion, not for fashion. See ya. Peace.